Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. In Jersey, 101.5. From the streets of Union City to your nighttime radio, Steve Travelly keeps you in the Jersey No. Seven till eleven, live local and live. Steve Travelis, Sunday Jersey, one hundred one point five. Weekday night, Steve's live local and live. Call him at one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. And welcome to Wednesday night in New Jersey, Steve Travelis. You and me until eleven o'clock doing the things that we do best. Talking Jersey at one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Got a uh, special segment tonight at ten o'clock. We're gonna do a trivia tomorrow night. Uh, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey one hundred one point five. Jersey's opening lines. Put them all together tonight. Comics talking Jersey. And I got Mark Rinkadonic coming in, and uh, Justin Gonzalez, and Gemini, the very funny uh, Gemini comic ventriloquist magician. And I got a topic that uh, you're going to love coming up. Dealing with Bill Cosby, of all people. That's coming up later. Last night, we had Eric Legrand on. I got the blog at nj1015.com talking about uh, DeMar Hamlin. Also, uh, who's getting better? Thank God. And um, also, uh, Bernie Wagenblast was in here. Bernie uh, came out transgender on New Year's Day, and uh, she was in here for an hour. Julia Scotty called in. Nene Grace called in. Uh, a lot of fun. And I got it all on nj1015.com. Check out the podcast on demand, Steve Trevely Show. But for now, and Bill Doyle wrote the story, once again, as we begin 2023, New Jersey is a leader, a leading export of population. We came in third uh, in a poll by American Van Lines 2022 Migration Moving Report. We're not at the top of the list. That would be Illinois for the ninth year in a row. People just want to get the hell out of Chicago. Uh, but we are close at number three. California is second. You don't think they're from, okay, people from California are coming to Jersey, do you? Because uh, Murphy would like to make Jersey California East, but that's a whole other story. But according to this study, Americans in 2022 moved for the most part to escape the high cost of living areas to more reasonably priced and warmer communities. Uh, they went to places like South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee, Arizona, and of course Florida. Because when you talk to people from Florida, there's almost like a bravado about them. Yeah, we're Florida. Yeah, we're Florida. It's almost like Florida has gotten Jersey attitude. And I can understand that because so many people from Jersey have moved to Florida. They took the attitude with them. But what I want to ask you at 1-800-283-101.5, would you stay? Are you staying? Or would you like to leave New Jersey if you could? Or are you leaving New Jersey? You know, the old class, should I stay or should I go? What are your plans here in the Garden State? You know, Spadia, you digging in with me? I'm not going anywhere. I mean, I, I, in my opinion, the farther away you get from New Jersey, the dumber the world gets. And I've talked to people who have lived here and left here. And even though they've gone to other places, they say, you know, uh, they say that. They may be happy where they are, but there's something off about the people. 1-800-283-101.5. Do you plan to stay in New Jersey? Are you rooted here? Are you going to stay here for the long haul? Or are you looking to get the hell out of Dodge? And if so, what are your plans? 
If you could leave New Jersey, would you leave New Jersey? And why would you leave New Jersey? Or if you're going to stay, why would you stay? I mean, as far as I, I get the idea of the expenses, I get the idea of the cost of living. Dennis has a blog at nj1015.com about all the extra laws that are going to be put into effect this year, how much money it's going to cost us more to live here. We have a governor that just tries to find ways to gouge the crap out of us. But as push comes to shove, 1-800-283-101.5, are you going to be shoved out of here? Or are you going to push back? 1-800-283-101.5. Very simple question. Are you staying in New Jersey or would you like to leave New Jersey? And if you are staying in New Jersey, what keeps you here? If you are leaving New Jersey, why would you want to go? Joe's in Patterson on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Joe. Hey, Steve. Uh, great subject matter. Yeah, I'm staying. So, um... Uh, even though uh, I could do well elsewhere, you know, I just like what Jersey has to offer. Um, uh, long traffic, contaminated uh, air. So, no, no, I like Jersey. It's, uh, it offers everything. But uh, by your survey that uh, you did, Steve, is there, um, I know a lot of people are leaving, but is there a survey that says more politicians are moving to New Jersey? No, we only we only wish they would be the ones to be leaving New Jersey, Joe. And thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. New Jersey, again, among the top states for people moving out. Would you ever leave New Jersey? And if you are, are you considering leaving New Jersey? Are you planning to leave New Jersey? Do you have an exit strategy? Or are you here for the long haul? You're not going anywhere. They're going to have to drag you out in a box. You look at the advantages, you look at disadvantages. You're going to spend a lot of money. You know, if uh, taxes are your problem, New Jersey's not for you. Our own governor said this. This is where we are. On the other hand, you got all four seasons. On the other hand, you have all the sights and the sounds and the food and the people and the music. Mike's in Old Bridge on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mike. Hey, how you doing? Good. How about you? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Um, you know, I want to get out of New Jersey. I don't think it's worth staying here uh, in retirement. Uh, I think they make it so hard for retirees to live in this state. Uh, the taxes, the property taxes are too high. The only the big question is my kids are here and trying to get my wife to leave is another issue. Well, that's another problem. You know, you got roots. It's not so much about the, you know New Jersey as much as it's about your families here. That's exactly what it's about. It's about the ties that you have here. That if I picked up and went somewhere else where you're starting basically over, where you don't know people, you're meeting new neighbors, and you're in your 60s. And that's probably not the most ideal situation. No, and I'll tell you, like I said, there's something a little off about the people. That when you move out of Jersey, when you leave, uh, it's a different world. It truly is. You may have the big house, you know, you may have the big fancy car, but there's something a little off about the people. Agreed. All right, Mike, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. We are once again among the top states for exporting people. Our population is our biggest export. Uh, Would you ever leave New Jersey? And if you would leave New Jersey, why? If you're staying in New Jersey, what would make you stay? Why is it that you stay? What do you love best about it? What do you hate the most about it? What would make you leave New Jersey? 
And uh, what are your plans? I love to hear from people who have their exit strategy, who have already left, already in their mind, they mentally left, they got the hell out. What are you going to do? It's a damn hard state to retire in. You know, if you're in your 20s and you're in your 30s and you bought your house and you're setting up your life and you're making your long-range plans, do we factor into that? Are you thinking, this is a place where I could spend the rest of my life? Or are you thinking, I'm going to stay here long enough to make money to go someplace else? And that all balances out because no matter where you go, your money is going to be commensurate to where you are. 1-800-283-101.5. New Jersey... Among the top states for people moving out, would you ever leave New Jersey? Does this sound familiar to you? Boy, it took me a while to get out of bed this morning, or I certainly can't do the same things I used to before since I'm in so much pain. Or even I went to the doctor and they gave me muscle relaxers and pain pills and told me to follow up in a week. Well, you need to go to Trinity Rehab. Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you have ever tried. No prescription needed, same-day appointments, fast results. Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it or not doing anything to make you feel loopy or drowsy like other places. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like the newest ones in Woodbridge, Farmington, Toms River, and Wall. So you know there's one near you. For more details, visit Trinity Trinity-Rehab.com. Here's fast traffic. 1.5, Steve Trevelisse. 1-800-283-101.5. Allied Van Lines did a poll. We came in third as far as top states for uh, exporting population. More and more people want to move out of New Jersey. Would you ever see yourself leaving New Jersey? 1-800-283-101.5. Let's get Greg and Lacey on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Greg. Hey, Steve, how are you? I'm good. How about you? Good. Now, I, I grew up born and raised in New Jersey. I, I love the fact that you can go skiing, you can go on the beach, you can go to AC. Those good, those good things. Now, the problem I is it's so corrupt. I can't stand the governor. Right. Past two years. I, can't, I, I mean, two terms. Uh, everything's so expensive. My taxes are, are, are through the roof. The only thing, the only reason why I'm staying in Jersey is because my kids. See, that's the thing. The, as somebody said that earlier too, and the other thing too is, you've lived here all your life. It was never cheap to live here, right? It's always been expensive, no. and we've had so many different governors that you know that doesn't really keep you here either, right? I mean, should that be a factor? Like, oh my God, I want to leave because Murphy's the governor. You may not like Murphy, but he's not with you. Every doesn't affect your everyday life. I, I think it's a culmination of everything. It's just like that. Is, it's like it's not just him, but everything around it. You just add, you just put him on top of everything. It's like oh, it's another thing. It's another thing. And I'm a school teacher too. Right. There's another. Then that's another thing. Yeah. You know? Do you think they're gonna put the mask back on the kids everywhere? Oh, my God, I hope not. No, they can't. They just can't. Then they realize it didn't work the last time. Why do it this time? Yeah, no, I hear you. Stop. All right, Greg, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. I'm sorry. Right, one 800 Should you stay or should you go? Would you stay in New Jersey? Somebody called earlier and said they would stay here. I'd love to find out why. And uh, then they hung up.
I stay because, like I said, you know, when you look at the grand scheme, the overall big picture, granted it's expensive to live here. Okay, you got to accept that. But again, I've not lived anywhere else, so I am used to what it takes to live here. If I have to work two, three, four jobs to stay here, I stay. You know, and there's another question. How many jobs are you working to stay in New Jersey? I don't know if anybody's working one job to stay in New Jersey. You got to be doing two or three. Unless you're making, you know, you're like a big money CEO or something. By and large, it's it's a two, you know. it's It could be, if you had to put like state, how many jobs it takes to live in that state, we've got to be a two to three job state. Easily. So how many jobs are you working to stay in New Jersey? And what would make you want to stay in New Jersey? Would you ever leave? More and more people are leaving. We led, you know, we came in third. Illinois first. California second. American Van Lines. 2022 migration moving report. Why do you think that is? Does does this show anything? Like when the governor looks at this, when the powers that be in New Jersey look, and they see how many people are leaving, how many people making money are leaving, how many people contributing to the economy are leaving, who's replacing them? You know, buses sent up from Greg Abbott? I mean, really, who's replacing them? And how much money are they going to be bringing in? How much money will we be making from them? 1-800-283-101.5. Would you consider leaving New Jersey? And what keeps you in New Jersey? And the big factor, your family. And I'll tell you, as you get older, you know, as you get older, uh, I know people, you know, who moved away, far away from the parents, and then the parents get old, and they realize they're not going to have much time left. And they also realize they're not going to have that relationship. They're not going to be able to see the parents the way that they were able to. And you lose something there. You know? You lose that relationship. There's a lot of regret. 1-800-283-101.5. So I got a Twitter poll up. And uh, on the Twitter poll, I asked the same question. You know, would you stay? Would you leave in New Jersey? Eddie's in Ewing on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Eddie. Happy Wednesday evening to you, Mr. Steve Charles, and happy first fourth 2023 to you. Oh, Eddie, Happy New Year to you, man. Are you staying in New Jersey, Eddie, or would you leave New Jersey? I'm staying in New Jersey. See, that? if that doesn't make people want to stay in New Jersey, I don't know what does, Eddie. Happy New Year, my friend. Let's go to Elena in Woodbridge on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Elena. Hi. How you doing? Good. How are you? All right. What are you thinking, Elena? Are you staying or are you going? I'm staying. What makes you stay? So I'm originally from Louisiana. Right. Um, so we dealt with a lot of hurricanes growing up. So when I look at everything in the grand scheme, of course, it's expensive to live in New Jersey. I work one job, but we are a two-income household. Right. Um, taxes are, like the last caller said, through the roof, and ours just went up again this year. Right. So I, I get that, but when you look at weather, even with everything that's going on with global uh, warming, it's 
New Jersey is still one of the best places to live, in my opinion. You left all the hurricanes in New Orleans to come up here to this big windbag that we have in the state house, and, and you're going to stay in. Choice at the time. Uh huh. See, no, Governor Christie wasn't in office at the time, right? Uh, you know what? What do you love most about New Jersey, having come from Louisiana? The the four seasons. I uh-huh. love having the different seasons. You you go through two seasons in the south at best. Mm-hmm. How about the food? <laughs> the, I mean, I love Italian food, so I feel like there's no other place. If I'm not in Italy, but to be uh-huh. here, so the people from Italy they come to Jersey to eat because they're smart, Elena. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Phil is in Lakewood on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Phil? Hey, how you doing, Steve? Good, buddy. How are you? Yeah, so I'm looking to leave New Jersey because I, I'm i into math and science, and I feel that New Jersey doesn't have too many STEM opportunities. But I love the food. I love the restaurants. I love the Jersey Shore, but my sister moved out about eight years ago. She used to live in New York City at the time, but she lives in California. So I kind of I miss her, but I, I hate to say this, she doesn't miss New Jersey one bit. She doesn't miss New Jersey one bit. Uh, yeah, see, I don't. I find that hard to believe because once you live someplace for that long and you get used to what it's like, and then you move to well, California, New Jersey is becoming more and more like California. But you know, they have a different water out there. They don't get the bread. They don't get the good food that we have here. It's a, it's a sour though. It's a different kind of deal. But would you really just let your love of math and science influence your decision to make you leave? Like, where would you go? Probably to the D.C. area because I feel that the infrastructure down there is a lot better than New Jersey. Okay. All right. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. A uh, new poll has come out and basically saying American Van Lines poll. And uh, we are third in people moving out of state. So where are they going? South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee, Florida. Do you see yourself leaving New Jersey? If you do, tell me why. If you don't, tell me why. What do you love best about New Jersey? When you came from Ohio, what do you mm-hmm. love best about New Jersey? What do I love best about New Jersey? Probably the bagels and the pizza. It's got to be the food. Yeah. yeah. Really? I mean, you know, if you, you're going you're gonna to tax the crap out of him, at least give him something to eat. <laughs> right. the way I look at at least it. give me a good slice. Absolutely. You know? yeah. It is 730. Now the latest New Jersey news from NJ 101. 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. If that's moving up, then I'm moving out. Would you be moving out of New Jersey? Uh, American Van Lines 2022 Migration Moving Report. We uh, came in third. More people move out of Illinois and California than leave New Jersey. But would you leave New Jersey? Got the Twitter poll up. And uh, according to what it says, we've got 136 votes, 66.2%. Want to get the hell out of here. How do you feel about it? David is in New York City on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, David. Hi, this is David. I'm originally from New York City, and I relocated to Jersey over 20 years ago. Right. Uh, I, I left one expensive place to go into the other. New York City schools back then were were terrible. And you went back to New York now? 
No, absolutely not. I wouldn't God. go there at all, even if you gave me a free house. Why would you? They said here that you got New York. They got you from New York City on the thing. I was wondering, where do you live in now? I, I, I am originally from New from New York, from the Bronx, right? By Lehman High School, right? And then I relocated to East Windsor, New Jersey. Okay, I know where you are. Uh, I'm in I'm in East Windsor. Yeah, and uh, 20 years ago, it was it was doable, right? But in the past 20 years, my taxes has gone up drastically, insurance has gone up, and the value of my house has not gone up to the par that I was expecting to. So I have a partial retirement from New York. Right. And when I retire from Jersey, I'm definitely boogieing out here. Where will you go? Well, with my, I'm, I'm debating either either the Carolinas, but my wife wants to go to Pennsylvania. I'm not quite sure, but I'm definitely leaving New, New Jersey. You know where you are. I have friends that lived in um, Lawrenceville, and they moved to Pennsylvania. And it's not even that far. You know, it's like right over the bridge, and life is the same. There's a, there's a, there's a civilization here, you know, uh, that, that I, I can't leave. And I understand the expenses and the cost of living, and I understand that you want your house to go up as much as your taxes did. But, you know, when you're from New York, it was real part of the migration to New Jersey. But when you leave here, it's different. It's not, it, 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 it's, it's not even that, because also, the, so the main reason why I'm leaving, it is the politics. They don't have no so no backbone to carry through, and as we can see, what's happening in the Congress now. When did we have backbone? Huh? When in New Jersey did we have backbone as far as politics goes? I know. Tell tell me about it. But I I, I was. Expecting- I mean, when you moved from New York, were you thinking, "Oh, I want to go to Jersey because those politicians have backbone"? Oh, absolutely not. Well, I, what are you I saying? I have a different perspective, but now I'm older, right. and now I, the whole the whole perspective changed. Because now I'm looking at retirement, I'm looking at taxes, and most of all, I'm looking to what is best for the entire economy, and this is not looking good. All right. Well, I'll tell you, my advice, David, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. You want to stay close? Pennsylvania, right over the bridge. I have a friend, uh, my friend Dave moved there, loves it. Let's go to uh, Dave is in Islin on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, David. Hey, Steve. How you doing, man? I'm good. How about you? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Listen, about moving to Pennsylvania, okay? Now, you know New Jersey has some of the worst drivers on the planet. Oh, I know. There, there's that annoying driving Pennsylvania factor where yeah, they love so the left lane. So when you go over to, yeah, when you go over to Pennsylvania, even though you might get a cheap house, they might you might get killed by their bad <laughs> drivers over there. So that might not be a good move. I'm thinking about going to Arizona because uh, I like warm weather. They have plenty of space. They got no food. They got nothing to eat. They got golf courses. Yeah, it's, a, it's a dry heat. You want to go to the dry heat? I get the dry heaves if I go to Arizona. Yeah. Well, here's the, here's the story. Yes. You can get a house out there with a swimming pool, right. three-car garage, right. right at the base of the mountain, blah, blah, blah. The, the, you know, you know what the real main problem is? Hey, Steve, these are the real main problems with New Jersey. What's that? It's overcrowded. Right. I agree. Okay, that's the number one. There are too many people in this state. I grew up here. I lived in Maryland 16 years, came back after 9-11. Too many people. That's number one. The taxes are too high. That's number two. Number three, bad drivers and everything else. 
that's pretty uh, much it. So the, the thing about I, I get you with Pennsylvania, you have a great house, but right. take you forever to get there. But in Arizona, right. like we've had people call here all the time about how they've okay. gone out of state and they got these big palatial houses, and they sit in them by right. themselves so lonely because they just miss okay. the vibe of Jersey. What the anger? No, the, the, you know, the angry right. part of the deal, the sarcasm, the yeah, angry yeah. part. Yeah, you well, say that. Angry people here, but, boy. but David, David, oh, you, you. you say that in Arizona, they look at you like a dog that's been showing a car trick. Well, what did you just say? I don't understand that. They don't understand sarcasm. I get sarcasm. Right, right. If you do a move, you uh -huh. take the app with you and you listen on one NJ yeah, 105. Yeah, right. I hear you. <laughs> okay, Steve. All right, pal. Let's go to Peter and Lawrence on New Jersey 101.5. Hello, Peter. Well, you know. When mom and dad were alive, I said I would leave. Right. Well, mom died on Sunday. Oh, Peter, I'm sorry. Uh, she went peacefully. She's with my daddy now. So. Lives a long life. I, I want to stay just to make some people miserable. Well, you got to have a goal, my Peter. My brother and the rest of my family. I, I, I was born here. I was raised here. I went to school here. I played football here. I like going to the high school to see the, them beat every high, every team in Mercer County. I just, I just feel as if uh, this is home. Right. And if I want to buy another restaurant, I already got my name established. I don't have to prove myself to anybody. No, and you know what? When it comes to food, who better than you? True. Nobody's better than me. All right, Peter. My condolences, my friend. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Got the Twitter poll up now. Given the choice, would you rather stay in or leave New Jersey? Uh, we got 186 votes, and 68.3% want to go, 31.7% want to stay. Uh, where are you? Some of the comments, you know, uh, it's, it's funny when you look at it. You know, it's funny when you when you look at, you know, the comments that are coming in uh, versus anywhere in the world do I have to go to a particular place? My friend Johnny Barchard. <laughs> Taxes staying the same. Love it here, but won't throw away an extra 5 to 10% of retirement income to stay. A good point by uh, LGD on Twitter because, uh, by the way, Twitter poll, follow me at Real Steve Trev. If you're going to retire here, it's going to cost you money. A lot of money. Uh, let's see, Harden, New Jersey is super trash, not a debate, rather live on a raft in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle. Okay, well then go out there and stay. Uh, coming from someone who moved out of state this past May, stay. I can't wait to move back. And this is uh, Art by the Savvy Duck. <laughs> 1-800-283-101.5. Uh, curious why people don't think they have a choice. You know what? You do have a choice. And more and more people are leaving. You would think, like I said, politicians would say, well, what can we do to change that narrative? What do we do to get people to stay? What would you do? 1-800-283-101.5. With all these people coming in, this overcrowded state that we have, you would think that with all those people paying taxes, we should be like, you know, rolling in dough. But not. You know, but not. We should have so much more than we have. The taxes I pay where I live, we don't even have street lights. You go out, it's pitch black. 1-800-283-101.5. Uh, let's get Tom in Maple Shade on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Tom. 
Hey, how are you? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing great. So I, I grew up in New Jersey. Right. Um, 62. I love New Jersey. I do not like the taxes like every everyone else. I do not care for the state being a blue state, which I think there's a lot of people. Uh, that's a big issue. You could change that. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I've been to every state in our United States except for Alaska. There's a lot of great places. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that, you know, where I live, I'm on a dead-end street. I have no neighbors. I got uh, privacy. Long story short, back in 1999, I moved back with my parents. I the house. Right. I put an in-law suite, which I live in, and my parents both passed. It's been over 10 years. So the in-law suite, I turned into an Airbnb. Oh, look at you. Years, and in that three years, I have not paid one dime for my mortgage or my taxes. So therefore, I can deal with the other two issues one day at a time. All right, Tom. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Jennifer, I'm going to give you more time. 1-800-283-101.5. Given the choice, would you rather stay in or leave New Jersey? I'll give you the results of an Allied Van Lines poll coming up. Trusted. Police. I want to know to 1015 You ever have to deal with food stamps? We'll talk about that later on tonight. Bill Cosby wants to tour. We'll talk about that later on. Uh, right now, though, there's a new Allied Van Lines uh, migration moving report. And in it, New Jersey is uh, one of the leading exports of population. We came in third. More people want to leave Illinois than anywhere else. Uh, the ninth year in a row, more people want to leave Illinois than anywhere else. Uh, California came in second. We came in third. Uh, according to uh, the study, Americans in 2022 moved to escape the high cost of living areas to more reasonably priced and warmer communities, uh, such as South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee, Arizona, Florida. That seems to be the, what we've been getting as to where people would go. So uh, for you, could you see yourself leaving New Jersey? Uh, if you're staying, what makes you stay? When you balance it all out, it's a very expensive place to live. But we're here, and we've been dealing with those expenses forever. The question is, how long can we deal with those expenses? If you're moving, if you're in your 20s, your 30s, you know, your 20s, uh, you get an apartment, you, know, you get out of mom and dad's house, you get your own place, and you're thinking, I'm going to settle in New Jersey, I'm going to live here, um, I love it here. Or you're thinking, i got to get the hell out, i got to find the place where I can afford to live. Because it's very, very hard to, to get out of your parents' house and get an apartment. If you're able to get a house, you know, you saw what the housing market was like the last couple of years. And the mortgages that you're paying in order to get that house. You know, everybody sold their house for big bucks, but then you tried to get another house, got to pay the big bucks. So are you thinking, I can afford this? I can spend the rest of my life here. Or I can't. 1-800-283-101.5. But then again, so many people leave New Jersey and wish they could come back. Because even though you get a better deal in real estate, it evens out when you deal with the uh, quality of your life. Not a lot of people can take New Jersey. But when you're in New Jersey, you live for New Jersey. 
you know, there's a certain sarcasm here that doesn't exist anywhere else. There's a certain attitude here that doesn't exist anywhere else. More and more, though, you will see it growing in places like Florida, where they laugh at us because, you know, their governor isn't such a pain in the ass like our governor is, according to them. Uh, but what about you? Are you staying or are you going? I got a Twitter poll up. You can follow me at Real Steve Trev. And uh, as I go to the Twitter poll, uh, we've got over 200 people now in less than an hour, 222 votes, 67.1% given the choice would like to leave New Jersey. And I say that chances are if they did, they'd want to come back. Have you ever left New Jersey? Did you want to come back? Did you miss it for a minute? If so, what was it that you missed? Did you miss the food? Did you miss the people? Did you miss the attitude? Did you miss the, you know, that comfort level of being where you grew up and know everybody? Or did you move and love it? Did you move and like, you know what, this is the greatest thing on earth. I'm glad I left. I got a house, three times the size of the house for one third my cost. And I made friends with people who, you know, who are living where I'm living. You know, I mean, because when you go, now you can tell all the old stories. You can embellish to death. No one's going to check you out. 1-800-283-101.5. But what makes people want to stay in New Jersey? What makes people want to leave in New Jersey? Across the board, a clear trend of Americans leaving expensive, highly taxed in cold states for warmer states with lower tax can be observed uh, both at the state and city level, says Ryan Cox, director of the Consumer Channel at North American Van Lines. And when you look at where they're going, yeah, warmer places. Other factors involved in the migration are the growing opportunities to work from home so you don't have to live in the same area or the same state where you work. More and more people taking early retirement. That's a big factor, too. But then again, if you're working from home, isn't Jersey your home? Isn't this where you want to be? Or would you go stir-crazy? Someplace else. 1-800-283-101.5. So, Bill Doyle's got it at nj1015.com. You can check out the blog. And it says, New Jersey, again, among top states for people moving out. Personally, like I said, I ain't going nowhere. I can't. This is this is my home. This is where I'm going to stay. This is where I raise my children. This is where I settle in. Uh, it's really, really hard you know, as as you get older, as your parents get older, as your family gets older, you know, anyone anyone who's ever left regret that when they get to that point where, you know, mom and dad are losing it, they may not be around much longer, and you're too far away to do anything about it. You can only come when you can come. That's something you take into consideration when you leave your family, when you leave New Jersey. Most people, they don't want to leave because um, because they've got their family here. What keeps you in New Jersey? Is it your job? Is it the money that you're making? Is it the food? Is it the fun? Is it the, uh, the fact that you could do whatever you want to do, whenever you want to do, wherever you want to do, and whatever that is you want to do? There are places where you can do it. 1-800-283-101.5. I'm Steve Trevely. Stick around. Jersey Radio. I love what you do for the state of New Jersey. New Jersey 101.5. Hey. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Steve Trevelis talking to you till 11 o'clock tonight. We got uh, some comics coming in later. Mark Riccadano. We got uh, Jeffrey Paul. We got Gemini. Talk a little uh, talk a little Jersey. Tomorrow night we're doing trivia. Tomorrow night trivia. Jersey's opening lines all combined at 10 o'clock. Big, big break. Mike Rocket's going to be here tomorrow night. Lisa Bouchelle performing Light of Day in Asbury Park next week. Uh, Tony Palagrosi coming in next week as well. Got a lot going on. Go to nj1015.com. Check out the Steve Trevelis page, my interview with Eric Legrand. Uh, also, uh, Bernie Reigenblast, who was in here last night. Uh, but for now... Would you stay or would you go if given the choice? New Jersey, again, among the top states for people moving out. According to a North American Van Lines migration moving report, we came in third. Illinois first, California second, third most state of people getting the hell out of here. What's your story? Are you staying? Would you stay? Would you go? 1-800-283-101.5. Got the Twitter poll up. 306 votes now. 68% would leave. I can't. I'm staying. Sonia's in Short Hills on New Jersey 101.5. Sonia, what are you doing? Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? (laughs) Good, good, good. Yeah, no, I love New Jersey. I was born here. I was raised here and went to college in Baltimore and did eventually come back. Right. Um, my parents are actually snowbirds in Florida, so I don't have that argument that you had about like being away from your parents. You know, they are... You kind of like being there, away from your parents, right? Yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, really. <laughs> but, um, I have three children, and I know New Jersey schools are excellent, uh-huh. and so that's definitely a reason to stay, and I had such a great upbringing here. Um you know, I just, I think it's a great place to have a family and to raise your children, give them an excellent education. Um, but I don't know that I'll be here, you know, when I'm an empty nester. I think I would like to go somewhere a little bit warmer. Um, so a little bit cheaper. I do think if I were to stay, maybe it would be the Jersey Shore. You know um, what? Yeah. Shore, now, where did you grow up? Where were you raised? I grew up in Edison. Okay. Um, and then now I live in Milburn, Short Hills. Nice, nice. See, you stepped yeah. up, right? Yeah, I, I wouldn't leave Short Hills if I were you. I mean, really. Edison, I'd consider. No, Short Hills, I don't know. I'm going to like it there. No, it's really a great community. It's um, Everyone is really looking out for each other here. I feel it more than Edison, for sure. It's, That's the other thing about Jersey. Yeah. Neighborhoods, we all we do. We look, no matter where you live, your neighborhood looks out for you. Yeah, Absolutely. No, definitely. And not to mention the food. All right, Sonia. <laughs> Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. David is in Princeton on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, David. Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm good. How about you? I'm great. Um, I, I didn't want to rehash a lot of the other points. Uh, I mean, a lot of people like New Jersey for a lot of reasons, but I did want to point out, I grew up in Florida. Right. I've been in New Jersey for 25 years, and... Um, everybody who leaves here for the cold, and initially the winters here were pretty fierce, I think 20 years ago, but I think the last couple of winters here have been pretty mild, man. It's 55 today. I don't want to make it political, but, uh, I mean, if you believe in global warming, I think actually this is the place to be. <laughs> you know what? We are becoming the Florida. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I was just in Florida visiting my family last week. It was 80 degrees, and we had the AC running in you know, late DC, December, you know? Yeah, well, look at today. I was like, guys, it's too hot here. It's 53 degrees right now. It's 59 degrees right now. And remember last couple winters, I mean, we've had our bad snows and things, but it's nothing like it was before. Well, you know what? It's funny because, like, I remember, you know, growing up, you know, the blizzards, and Christmas is so anticlimactic because you hear about the snow and sleigh bells (laughs) ringing and white Christmas. Uh, BS on that because you don't see snow until maybe, I don't know, January, February, late January, early February, March. I mean, mean, we're, yeah, I mean, we're already like about a month into winter and it doesn't look like there's much on the forecast. I mean, it could happen, but, you know. um, So you're staying. Yeah, I mean, I just don't get the people who say, oh, it's so cold here. I'm like, "Eh, maybe it was, but I mean, you know, the climate's changing. (laughs) You see, they got to keep up with the changes. They got to take a step back. Sometimes you don't notice the change. You got to take a step back and say, you know what? It hasn't been cold in a long time, not for nothing. Yeah, I mean, again, I've been here 20 years, and Mm -hmm. I remember, like, you know, in the early 2000s, there'd be snow on the ground for a month, right? Yeah, well, a couple weeks ago, we had almost had a white Christmas. Oh, it was close, but, you know, it, they, they come, they go, and then you get another couple 60-degree days, the snow goes away. It's not like before, I think. No, no, not at all, not at all. Yeah. All right, so you're I'm putting you down for staying in New Jersey. Yes, take care. All right, David, thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. Jerry is in Tuckerton on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Jerry. Hey, how you doing? Good, you? I'm ready to go, but I can't get my wife to go. Well, in that case, what better you had it made? Get the hell out. What, are you crazy? I bought a house. February would be a year. I paid 425000 for the place. Right. Beautiful one-level house, a couple years old, and it's just sitting there. Uh, sitting where? Days when I bought it, down in Riverview, Florida. It's a little bit south and on the west coast, south right. of Tampa, about 20 miles. Right. miles. You close enough to the airports and to the bay at Tampa Bay. Uh, booked a marina for my boat and everything else, and I just. And what the hell are you doing? Later. And she won't leave. We were down there for Thanksgiving. We spent two weeks down there. She goes, two weeks is too long. Oh my god! What? We had a great time. We so, run it all around, right? But one thing I will say: they say Florida is a cheap state to live. It is not. No. Your insurance is higher. Your car insurance is higher than New Jersey. Is it really? My car insurance went up $150 a, uh, for six months compared uh, to New Jersey and Florida. I see that. People New people Jersey. are led to believe that it's much cheaper to live in Florida. No. Nah, no. Nah, uh, sorry. Nope. All right. And you're, stay, you're staying because you got no choice. <laughs> right? You're, you're staying because you got no choice. <laughs> All right, kiddo. Fingon. Fingon? Fingon is in Glenside on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Fingon. Hey, how are you, Steve? I'm good. Did I pronounce it right? No, it's F-E-N-T-O-N. Oh, Fenton. Okay. You got He put the G with it. It's not, it's yeah, not Fingon. It's Fenton. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, you know what? I listen to you every Friday night. Okay? Oh, thank you, pal. Midnight but but anyway, this is the Jersey what show. I to tell you, okay? <laughs> yes. All these people from Jersey, okay? Right. What? And you grew up, I'm sure, like upper New Jersey. Union City. I grew up in Philadelphia all my life. Okay? Right. There's a similarity and, there. Uh, yeah. I Not mean, much, but you know. I, I don't know if you're familiar with 
Glenside? Glenside? Yeah, I used to have a caller named Steve that lived in Glenside. He used to call me all the time. That's where the Ke- home of the Keswick Theater. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got it. Okay, I live in that area. Okay, oh, okay. but right. uh, if you love living where I love living where I live, right? Okay, our our taxes are high. <laughs> right. You know that keeps out the riffraff, right? That that keeps out the riffraff. Yeah, exactly. I okay. love it. All right. And the people in church, if they keep bitching and want to move on, okay. Move on, okay? <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Like I said, you know, people people bitch. We bitch, therefore we are, you know? But then again, when it comes you to push comes bitch. to shove, <laughs> no. I'm like the voice of reason, Finn. <laughs> right. Taxes are going to be there. You know what? If you can send your kids. I've been listening to you ever since. Even you have your twins and the football. Ah, you know it all. Uh, I, I, you know what? I've been listening to you for the last 20 years. Oh, Fenton, that's good. Uh, you know, I just I just wanted to tune in. I'm glad you did. I am glad. And all I want to do is sell those people in Jersey, okay? Uh, they're moving here and moving there. You know what? Move. <laughs> All right, Fenton. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. What are you doing? See, like, this is the great hour. Everybody wants to stay. The first time, everybody wanted to get out. Now, everybody wants to stay. Brian's in Lawrenceville on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Brian. Hey, Steve. How you doing tonight? I'm good, buddy. How are you? Oh, fantastic. I am definitely staying. Born in New Jersey, raised in New Jersey. Went to the greatest university, Rutgers, the State University of New Jersey. Uh-huh. Uh, lived in, lived outside of uh, Indianapolis for a little while. I mean, if you want chain restaurants and nothing to do, go to Indiana. Yeah, but there's nothing. You can't beat New Jersey, my friend. I know. Would you milk the cows out there? I mean, what do you do in Indianapolis, right? Sure. Watch the cars go around the circle, right? Constantly making a left turn and milk the cows. That's right. Just spend your time at Bob's Big Boy and every other... <laughs> Honestly, it's the chain hall of fame. If you want to go and try any chain restaurant, that's where to go. But that's just not for me. That's a, you know, in New Jersey, you've got every different type of food you could want. Mm-hmm. It can't be beat. I mean, it just can't be beat. And like I said, you've got Rutgers, you've got Big Ten, you've got everything with New Jersey. You can't, can't beat it. Well, you got some, like out there, you got some, you got Purdue, right? You got, uh, you got Indiana. And of course, you got the Colts. But I thought of like when I was going to do like giant road trips, I'm thinking, you know, go to Indianapolis. You're like, well, like you said, what the hell is in Indianapolis? I can get all those chains here and really good restaurants in between. That's exactly right. Yeah. So my vote, you can put me in staying in New Jersey for the rest of my life. And I grew up in Millville. So Millville is, uh, is, I know Millville. One of the different parts, yeah, different parts of New Jersey. Uh-huh. I would say that, but uh, it's a great area in New Jersey. That's and that's the other thing. You've got so many different areas within New Jersey. Yeah, I've Jersey. done the Millville Theater. I did a, I did a yeah, day. The Lavoie, the Lavoie, the Lavoie, the Lavoie. My friend Peter Fogel is going to be there. Brian, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. I did a, I was a DJ a long time ago, and I used to DJ a dance every year in Cedar Grove, way down south. And uh, there was like farmers, and they're like, they would pay me like part cash and part whatever crops came in. So they would give me boxes of like lettuce and peppers and all this stuff. Now at the time, I was single. 
So I'd come home with all these vegetables, and I'd bag them up and send them out to all my neighbors because I was a good guy. 1-800-283-101.5. Okay, we got a new poll, and this one comes from uh, American Van Lines. And what they are saying is that uh, we came in third of states with the biggest population for moving out. Illinois first, California second, New Jersey third. So I'm asking you. Would you stay in New Jersey, or if you could, would you leave New Jersey? Got the Twitter poll up, 333 votes. I'll give you the results coming up. Okay, are you ready to downsize and want to sell your home fast? Rob Dukansky. Rob Dukansky is amazing. His people helped me with an apartment that I am so happy. Uh, you know, Ricky LaStella, great guy. Robert Dukansky of REMAX First Advantage, an expert at taking advantage of the seller's market so you can sell your home fast and for the most money possible. Michael and Susan are ready to downsize. We reduced their expenses, so they reached out to Rob and his team to sell their Piscataway home. They were able to reach that goal quickly with Rob's aggressive marketing strategies. There were 23 showings, multiple offers in just 15 days on the market, getting them home sold for $505,000, which was $45,000 over the asking price. This put them in a great position to find their smaller home, their next smaller home. Robert Dukansky of Remax First Advantage has superior marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible. Called the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home, call Robert Dukansky at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015. Or online at robsellsnj.com. Or Google Rob Sells NJ, and then you know what you do? You start packing. There's Fast Trap 1.5, Steve Trevelis. So if you go to nj1015.com and you go to the Steve Trevelis page, you're going to find so much stuff there. Eric Legrand. Uh, talking about Jamar Hamlin, the um, football player for the Buffalo Bills, the cardiac arrest on the field of Monday Night Football. Uh, he's getting better, and there's an update I got on the website as well. Uh, Bernie Wagenblast, the uh, former New Jersey 101.5 traffic reporter who transitioned, and uh, she came out on New Year's Day. Why the Giants should beat the Eagles, why the Giants should go all out to beat the Eagles on Sunday. None of this rest your players. Come on. You scared? Get a dog. And uh, Main Street, uh, a 40-year establishment in Ocean, has uh, closed its doors on December 30th. So uh, I put up a whole bunch of other shore clubs. There's a place called uh, Down the Shore Places that are no longer there on Facebook, and Steve Eccles runs the, does a great job with it. And I got some great pictures of some clubs that uh, you may remember from back in the day. So uh, go to the Steve Trevelis page and uh, check it out. The Twitter poll, as far as uh, people who want to stay or go, as far as New Jersey goes, given the choice, would you rather stay in or or leave New Jersey? Well, uh, 338 votes, a little over an hour. 68% want to leave. 32% want to stay. Uh, you want to weigh in? I'll take your call. But um, have you ever been in a position? You know, the biggest reason people want to leave is the cost of living in New Jersey. And with food getting more and more expensive, with everything getting more and more expensive and also hard to find with inflation and everything, uh more and more people are resorting to food stamps, and food stamps' benefits are going up. And there's an article that David Mathau wrote, Are You Eligible? And I'm wondering, have you ever, first of all, a couple of things. One, have you ever been put in a position where you needed to use food stamps? You know, the SNAP benefits, uh, Supplemental Nutrition Assistant Program. And how did that work out? And what is it like? 
using food stamps. I understand like there are people who exploit the food stamps. I understand there are people who use the food stamps to buy stuff that you would say, is this really a bare necessity? You know, uh, you, you know uh, and what are some of the things that you're doing to save money on food? Because you go to the grocery store and, you know, you realize that you, you come to the register, you spend a couple of hundred dollars and you have a couple of bags. And that doesn't make sense. But if you've ever dealt with food stamps in New Jersey, how did it work out for you? Were you able to save money? Were you able to, uh, you know, do you, do you use them judiciously? Do you buy the bare necessities? Do you find ways to stretch your budget? Or do you abuse the food stamps? Or do you see people abusing the food stamps? Where they're just, you know, using it to buy stuff. You know, caviar, filet mignon. <laughs> uh, and you can buy basically anything on the food stamps, right? New Jerseyans who receive food assistance through the uh, SNAP program are going to be getting more. The increased benefits are being directly loaded into the SNAP recipients' families. Uh, first, EBT cards as part of the regular monthly payments. For many months, folks have been faced with inflation and rising cost of everyday goods, says Assembly Speaker Craig Coughlin. Uh, the result, more of our neighbors are struggling to keep healthy and nutritious foods on the table. For many of them, the SNAP program has been a lifeline. How has it been for you? You know, and are you able to put quality food on the table? You know, there, there are people, when you see people who are just so huge... And you say, well, how could they, how could they be starving? How could they, you know, how could they be suffering? And it's because of the stuff that they're eating. You know, uh, you can buy a lot of cheap food that has like no nutritional value, but lots and lots of salt. And people live on it. And we know so much more now about diet, about what food is good for you, what food is bad for you. But have you ever been put in a position where you had to, you know, live on or use food stamps. And have you ever seen, you know, have you seen abuse, people abusing food stamps? We talked about this one night, and it went two hours, about people just talking about how people were abusing the, the uh, food stamps, how they were using it to buy stuff that they shouldn't be buying. Or is it working out? Has it been a lifeline for you? 1-800-283-101.5. The program saved about 791,000 New Jerseyans in about 406,000 households as of two years ago. And I remember a couple of years ago, uh, Cory Booker tried to live on $4 a day. And I forget why. There was a reason. And we actually sat here and tried to figure out how you would do it. Uh... You know, if you had to live on $4 a day, $28 a week, you know, how, how could you do it? And we had like, you know, you buy a dozen eggs or you buy uh, you buy a loaf of bread, you buy a dozen eggs, you buy a pound of coffee, uh, you drink water from the tap. Oh, my God, water from the tap. Uh, but today, how much is it costing you to live in New Jersey as far as food goes? And uh, have you benefited from using food stamps. I see a lot of people are calling in and ringing in, and then they hang up. Or they call in and they have a long conversation with my producer, and they never make it to the air. So I know you're calling. If you got something to say, let me know. Because I'm really curious about this. Food stamps benefits are going up. 
How has the food stamp program helped you? Have you ever used it? Did it benefit you? And if you use it, do you use it or do you abuse it? Or do you see people abusing it? 1-800-283-101.5. Is it a temporary thing? You know, we've got food banks, we've got food kitchens, we've got pantries. So many good people work so hard to make sure that other people get fed. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, we do what we do to survive. 1-800-283-101.5. And now, if you're involved with the SNAP program, there's going to be more benefits. Benefits are automatically added. Tim is in Forked River, a New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Tim. Hey, Dennis. How you doing? I'm good, but call me Steve. Oh, Steve. Um, Dennis is my much older brother. <laughs> and less sexy, I might add. But go ahead. <laughs> I was just calling in response to, um, uh, I'm just overhearing something. I just ran out to the store and I, I was listening to the, uh, station and, uh, I'm a first time caller. Right. But, um, in response to the food stamps and how people take care of themselves, I, I want to respond to that. Okay, go ahead. Did you want to, you, oh, that was it. You responded to that and that was it, huh? No, no, I just I, I want to say that. What I mean, say? What do you want to say? It. How do you abuse it? Um, I had my own business. But I, I, I made a very good living, you know, through all my years. I raised right. two great, special kids. Right. But uh, I had a lot of people that worked for me um, over the years, and they made dynamite money. Right. But they didn't know how to handle the money, so they would go get welfare, food stamps, and it's just an abuse. It's an abuse. It's... It, it, well, how are they abusing the program if they need it? But half of the people don't need it. That's my problem. It's because they can work. They're able to work. They don't want to work. Why should they work and make $50 more a week than sitting in their house and collecting all this stuff? It's ridiculous. All right. I see your point. one 800 Steve, hold on. I want to give you more time. Uh, 1-800-283-101.5. How has the food stamp program in New Jersey worked out for you? Have you ever had to use it? It's 830. This on New Jersey, 101.5. Steve Trevelis. Hi, food stamp benefits going up in New Jersey. Are you eligible? Find out at nj1015.com. Well, our own David Mathau wrote the story. Have you used the food stamp program? How is it working out for you? If you are using the food stamp program, what do you see in the food stamp program? Let's go to Stephen in Lawrenceville on New Jersey 101.5. Steve L. Hey, Steve. How you doing? I like this Mathau. That's Walter Mathau's son, right? That is Walter Mathau's son. Interesting. Okay, so here's how it works. Uh-huh. I, you know me. I had a couple uh, units I inherited in Ewing. I would rent them out, right? Right. They were on, it was like Section 8, some of the stuff they were paying me. And so they, what they do is this. They get me my prime rib, my, my you know, anything I wanted, specialty foods, lobster, all this kind of fancy stuff. They bring it home. I pay them 25 cents on the dollar. And then they can get use the cash for cigarettes and uh, liquor. I mean, it wasn't the best crowd, but so that's what they're doing. Wait a minute, food stamps. You pay. You pay. They go get food. You pay twenty five cents on the dollar for the food, and that's how they convert it into cash. 
Yeah, I'm not proud of this, but this is in the old days. It's about four years ago. All right, not that old. <laughs> All right. That's not that old, but that's it, it's ubiquitous. It's, 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 it's everybody's doing that. All right. Get that converted to cash, and they can get the the vices that they want. Is that it? I didn't make them the way they are, but I'm just playing. No, 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 I get it. But, I mean, like, if you're on food stamps, should you be allowed to buy lobster and filet mignon? I guess so, right? You could do whatever you want with it, but then you're going to have to live on whatever it is you buy. But if they're converting it to cash, that's a, that's a, that's a cottage industry. It's broken. The system's broken. Yeah. It really is. We need somebody like Bill Spady in there or something, you know? No, I don't think Bill Spady is going to be on food stamps anytime soon. <laughs> No, I, said the no I know, I know. Oh, Governor Spadia, right. Yeah, That's like, it should be like uh, all right, and he hung up, too. All right, putting in his endorsement. I get my lawn sign. Uh, he's got lawn signs. I'm going to walk my dog. Let's go to uh, Scott is in Wall on New Jersey 101.5. Scott, so. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, not too bad. Listen, I'd like to, um, you know, this is ridiculous. People are nobody's going to do service or any kind of something for food. They want cash. People who don't need. Now wait a minute. 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 Scott, we got to have a conversation. When I say wait a minute, then you got to wait a minute. Oh, I see. But somebody's not. I mean, think about this. What you said. Nobody's going to do a job for food. They want cash. But if you're able to, like he said, and the last caller just said, Steve, if you're able to use your food to you use your cash to buy food for you know twenty five cents on a dollar, isn't that better? That that's. I, I can tell you, I was I've been doing carpentry all my life. Right. Nobody is going to. I'm not going to do anything for somebody for food. That's you know, it's not the 30s. You know what I mean? No, no, no. But but again, Scott, you're missing the point. Main, mainly, first of all, second of all, you you don't give up stamps. I mean, I, people are talking about how they're buying things with with food stamps that they're not supposed to. Well, you know, a lobster. But I don't know what it is they're supposed to buy. Problem, you know. But that's what I'm saying. I don't think there's a limit on what you can buy. I don't think there's a what you're supposed to buy. I think you can buy whatever you want to buy. I get three hundred dollars a month for my food stamps. Now, is there anything that you're not allowed to buy with that three hundred dollars a month in food stamps? I can't buy toilet paper. I can't buy dog food. No, I no, but Scott, soap. I can't. Uh, Scott, I can't buy paper towels. My, I can't buy clothing. No, but Scott, my question is this: I understand the, the dilemma of the the amount, but is there anything that you are prohibited from buying with food stamps? Well, like I said, you can't buy. I, you know, you. No, 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 not what you can't afford. Like if you went in, if you went in with a filet mignon and laid it on the counter and paid for it with food stamps, they'd let you do it, right? Yes. Okay. So people are doing that. They're way. buying the filet mignon and this, and they're converting no, the money to cash. Price, and then you're shorting yourself. You understand what I'm saying? I do. You're shorting yourself. It's it's. You know, I take my food stamps and I go to Aldi's because it's the cheapest place to go. They really I want good. things to last longer. Yeah, you know what they, I mean? They really I don't take good. advantage. That's the main thing. And but the the part where people are saying you're buying things that you're not supposed to, food 
It doesn't matter what you're eating. If you buy two tails today, but you have to be able to buy a week from today. But what I'm saying, so you have to be, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. You have to be able to afford what it is you're buying. What the caller was talking about earlier is people who are abusing the system who want to convert the money to cash. So they'll use the food stamps to buy food that they will sell for 25 cents on the dollar. Uh, let's go to Edward in Neptune on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Ed. Yeah, yeah, how's it going? Good, what are you thinking? Okay, okay. I'm a, I'm a manager of a store, and there's, and nowadays the whole food stamp program has changed. First of all, they, they give them cards, right. they're like credit cards. Right. And if I buy $300, two, uh, I say if I buy $100 worth of food, but five of those items on that on that receipt are not food stamps, you know, that you cannot, you're not supposed to purchase. It's not going to let the transaction go through. So but that's my question. Are there, are there things that you can and can't buy? In other words, are there yeah, things but, that you're not allowed to buy with the card? Yeah, there's a lot of things you're not supposed to buy. Uh, certain candy, like some, some candy, um, tobacco products. See, I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Uh, yeah, there, there, there's quite a there's quite a there's quite a few items. The way they make it now, right? If you want those items, you need them. You know, it's not like you and and you're not going to. I mean, you can always sell them to your friends. I mean, that that goes without saying. That's different but for a person who wants to purchase. You know, you just can't purchase anything you want because it's not going to allow. The registry won't allow you. That's what I'm asking because it didn't make sense. Like if I if I had a food stamp card, a snap card, and I want to go into your store and I want to buy a filet mignon. Are they going to let me do it or lobster tail? Are they going to let me do it? Yeah, you can do that. Okay. It's, um, yeah, because it, it's food. It, it's oh, okay. But if I wanted to buy a carton yeah. of cigarettes, I can't do that. No, no. It, it won't, it's not going to, it's not going to, um, when, right. when that sale is complete, that sale is going to be, um, you know, you're going to owe whatever that carton of cigarette costs. Are you seeing any abuse in the system? No, I don't see it because, like I said, people have um, they, they have credit cards. They, it's not like in the back in the day where you actually had. I think that, um, they used to have actual um, cash, actual stamps, right? Yeah, it was like stamps, like it was like like um, monopoly money, currency, you know, right? Like yeah. So you could you could give them to your friends, you could sell them, but the way you're not going to um, sell, give nobody your credit card. No, it's too, you know. So it's it's, it's entirely different now. All right. See that that guy was talking. That guy was talking four years ago. So yeah, and you're you're yeah. calling to say no, it's not like that thing. And I'm glad you cleared no, that up no, because we don't know. It can't abuse it. You know, you can't abuse it. All right, Ed. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. We got Jane. We got Bruce. We got Jesse. Food stamp benefits going up in New Jersey. Have you ever dealt with the food stamp program? All Jersey. All right. Uh, if you're in the food stamp program, you're going to be getting more benefits. They'll be put right on your card, and. uh I'm wondering, like, uh, what is it like dealing in the food stamp program? Have you ever had to uh, accept food stamps? Have you ever had to use the SNAP cards? Uh, what is it like? Is there any corruption? Because people say that, you know, we're getting stories that people were able to buy food, sell for pennies on the dollar. And then we had someone call and say, well, it's not like that anyway anymore. What have your experiences been like? Let's go to uh, Bruce in Browns Mills on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Bruce. Hey, good afternoon. Good evening. Listen. Do you know how the food stamp program actually works? No, that's why I called you. Well, they go by your income and all of that. Right. I just got a raise on Social Security. Right. I'm a senior citizen. Right. 
I used to get $48 a month for me and my wife on food stamps. I got a letter in the mail yesterday. My food stamps have now been cut down to $24 a, a, a month. Because you're making more in Social Security. Because you're making more in Social Security. All right, that makes because, sense. Well, how does it make sense? $24, that's what you got. No, 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 I mean, the number's the number, but they're saying that you're getting, since you, they, they put you on a fixed income, so they're saying you got more money coming from one side, and that's why they cut the less the less money down on the other. I don't agree with it. I mean, you know, they should give you more money. I could, what can you buy on $24 today? You could, you know. You have thing the citizen gets in this state. Uh, you know, that's horrific. Not a, big, not a big money grab. Maybe it is if you got six or seven kids. I don't know. But the average teen is only making thirty, forty dollars on social on uh, on the food stamps. Yeah, the food stamps. I mean, it, it's crazy. No, how the hell can you live on twenty four dollars? So if I went out and bought one prime rib, I'd still owe money. One prime rib, forget it. You got, you know what? You have to get, you got to get the, you got to get the bone, right? Get that, make the soup. You got to get the soup bone. Work off of that. Thanks for the call to New Jersey one hundred one point five. Little Najee Pep. Uh, let's go to Jane in Hamilton on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Hi, Jane. Hi. Um, what what they don't cover is hot food. They don't cover hot food. Or- or prepare, you know, prepared food like no. potato salad, hoagies. Oh, really? Yeah. Or pizza. Like Seven Eleven sells those pizzas now. Right. If you want to use your your EBT card, you have to buy a cold one. Really? Why is that? Yep. Why is that? Like, why would they I guess care? You gotta cook. I I don't know, but that's how. Because right, so, I didn't really think anybody told you that <laughs> you kept going around and around about what wasn't covered. But that's what I'm asking. So so you can't buy a hot. Like, you get, but you can go to the frozen food section and you can buy like Stouffer's mac and cheese. Yeah. But you, but can't, you can't buy the hot mac and cheese that's already at the counter. Right. That's ridiculous. <laughs> oh my God, that is. So now, how do you do with the food stamp program? How are you able to stretch it? Uh, actually, we, I get like, it's just me and my husband. We get like $250 a month. Wow. I don't know. They keep increasing it, you know. (laughs) All right. Let them keep increasing it. That's a good thing. Elise is in Spring Valley on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Elise. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, just going off of change is correct. <laughs> you can't um, get hot food. Stamps, no. When I was on food stamps right. and I was homeless, right. I couldn't get a hot meal because years ago, apparently people abused it, like over McDonald's and, and stuff like that. But they ate, but they needed food. They were hungry. They got a hot meal. Why is that? A, how is that abuse? I, I, <laughs> I mean, at least if you go to the store. Can you get a rotisserie chicken for five bucks? Nope. Come on! How could they let you have the rotisserie chicken? Right. You it's a chicken. Not paying for it, you're paying for it, not them. Oh, uh, exactly. To, and depending on which store you go to, right? Everybody has a different opinion. So, like, if I went to like Shoprite in one town mm-hmm. and they paid for it, and, and then I went to Shoprite in another town, they're like, oh no. Oh, my what? God, that's ridiculous. Uh, are you kidding me? You're kidding me, right? Like, that is, and now you were homeless, and now you're not. I was homeless. 
Right. I'm still struggling. I'm not. No, but you're you're, you're on the road. I'm you're, not on food stamps. You're not on food stamps anymore. No, I make too much money. All right, well that's good. That's good. It's a good. When was the last time you got to say that? Even though it's not a lot of money, I imagine. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go too crazy with this. It's not a lot of money, but I'm making too much money. It's good to know you can make too much money for something, right? Exactly, right? All right, Elise. Denise, from Elise, we go to Denise in Flemington on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Denise. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Oh, God, I love you guys' show. I listen to you all the time. Oh, thanks, Denise. What are you thinking? I just wanted to say, you know, my mother's on food stamps because when Dad died, she lost $1,500 a month. She lost his Social Security and half his pension. Right. So mom gets $17 a month in food stamps. $17 a month. $17 a month. Wow, a whopping $17 a month. Right. And that just went down two more dollars because of the big raise that the government gave her on her Social Security. $15 a month. Yep. The hell do you get on fifteen dollars? No, you can't, right? You, you got to go like a, a dozen eggs, right? You'd have to space it like a dozen eggs. Because we tried this once. Like I said, uh, there was a time when there was something about Booker saying he could live on four dollars a day, and we tried to figure out like twenty eight dollars a week what you could buy and how you could do it. Oh my god. And you would get like a, a loaf of bread, a dozen eggs. So every morning you'd have an egg sandwich for breakfast. Uh, I figured oh. ma- lots of macaroni. You do lots of macaroni. Uh, and, uh, no cheese. Yeah, no cheese. No je- government cheese. No, no cheese. No. Denise, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Jersey News and Jersey Views live here. New Jersey 101.5. WKXW Trenton, WKXW HD. Uh- it's all right. Steve Trevelis getting you through the night. At 1-800-283-101.5. Let's see. Uh, go to nj1015.com and uh, do check out the Steve Trevelis page because that's where all the good stuff is. My interview with Eric Legrand, uh, talking about Damar Hamlin, who's getting better uh, in the hospital. He's the guy that Mark Riccadonna joins me now. Hey. Uh, he's the guy that, did you watch Monday Night Football? No, I didn't. I missed the, oh, all of God. The-, the cardiac arrest, and he's getting better now. Uh, he's still in the hospital. He's still in intensive care, Damar Hamlin, but uh, he's um, hopefully, and he, he's doing better. Hopefully, he'll be out. Uh, Super scary. Oh, my God. Brought the world to its knees. Stopped the Monday Night Football. Never have they stopped Monday Night Football. But you you couldn't play that game. I mean, how do you, as a player, yeah. Yeah. players are watching this guy, and it wasn't about a football injury. It was about getting CPR for multiple minutes as they're trying to save this guy's life. Yeah. And they know him. And then now we're going to take a break and come back and play football. No, we're not. Yeah. yeah and it took point. the NFL an hour to cancel the game. Shame on them. You know, yeah. you know. What's happening? You 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 stop that game, but that's uh, that's another topic for another day. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited. I'm yeah. going to be at Sellersville tomorrow at the theater. It's beautiful. our friend Bruce Rains. Yeah, Bruce is in. Uh, hopefully, listening in. I, uh, I I was there today. I went to the the restaurant next door. The George Washington. Uh, yeah, it was, it's beautiful. I love that little town. It's pretty. Yeah. Cool. There are people that do it for the food. 
<laughs> I am not among them, but there are people who do it for the food. Oh man, I'm so excited! It's uh, I, I'm I'm pumped. Who are you going to be with? You're strong with Tom Briscoe. We do our two guys comedy show. Yeah, and um, it's a lot of we do classic jokes. We do stories. We have. Uh, we have a lot of fun with a little stand-up in there. It's, oh, it's okay. a good time. All right. Jeff Paul has just joined us. He's in the room as well. See, normally tonight we would do trivia, but uh, we're going to do we're gonna, we're gonna combine the contest. Now we're going to do one night of contesting. Uh, it's going to be trivia with Jersey's opening lines because uh, it's getting a little uh, getting long in a tooth. So we're going to do now is music, movies, television, New Jersey, Jersey's opening lines, and New Jersey 101.5. We're going to do that one night. Tomorrow night we're going to do that. <laughs> Because super tonight, trivia. super trivia. That's it. <laughs> trivia. trivia. Today is National Trivia Day. Tomorrow's Tomorrow National, trivia, is national day. trivia Day. And uh, Jeffrey Paul is here. You may know him from The Irishman. He's the guy with the chalk outline around him. <laughs> Happy New Year, fellas. Happy New Year. How are How's you, everybody? Oh, good, good. How you been? I've been good. Good New Year for everybody? Yeah, so, so far. Yeah. Yeah, well, exciting things in 2023 to look forward to. Well, we just went downhill now that you showed up. But other than that, <laughs> it was good. The, already, we're, we're, we're 10 minutes into this and already. It's Not even going to wait. <laughs> Not even going to wait. It's the most Jersey way to, in, to introduce somebody. Yes. Well, now that you're here. <laughs> Where's Gemini? He's supposed to come in, though. Uh, he's here. Is he here? He's here. Oh, okay. He's here. He's in the, uh, you know, okay. Hey, how are you guys doing? <laughs> he just joined us. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. All right, so uh, I, I want to throw this out there, all right, because I got uh, this is one of those topics that I saw, and I figured, you know what, this would be something great for comics to weigh in on. You know, and I got this, I'm thinking like we do comics talk in Jersey, because who can make Jersey or funnier than you guys? Oh, yeah. There he is. There he is. There he is. Johnny Gemini Lombardi. Looking like Johnny Cash. <laughs> Look at you. He's got, he's got he does the... Look uh, good. He does. He's got the smoking jacket on. He's, he's got great. the hair slicked back. He's got the uh, the cologne. Look at this. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Dean Martin entered the room. I know. Everything <laughs> shuts down. Yeah, all he's missing is like a martini. Really? <laughs> I, he walks in, I want to play Beyond the Sea. <laughs> So, uh, so pull up a microphone there, Gemini. Uh, how you doing? How was your New Year's? Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Did it? Uh, oh, did it like a little bit Italian style with all the fish. You did the seven fish? Oh. No, there was seven women. Oh, was- <laughs> New Year's Eve. Okay, right, okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, now wait a minute. You worked with uh, Joey Novick, right? Uh, New Year's Eve. Um, he called me up. They did a Jewish event all the time, and I and I said to him, "No, I don't not know Joey Nolik. Jewish? <laughs> no. Yes, I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, that's very that's, that's very out of his character. But you know, and I said, "No, we we have to bring in Italian a little bit." And I, but I needed a theme, so I said, "What are you going to eat for New Year's?" He says, "I don't know. There's a place that has good matzo balls." I said, "I know a place with good meatballs." <laughs> So we called it meatballs or matzo balls. In that order. <laughs> and we did good. Right in the neighborhood. 7 nice. o'clock, 10.30, everybody was out. But we did the clock turning. Oh, yeah? you know, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. And then we all had Apparently champagne. Don Lemon forgot to do that. <laughs> what happened oh. with that? He, there, uh, the, the, it was the network's fault, not his. But uh, his earpiece went out. So he had no idea what time it was. So he's oh, on stage God. dancing and singing. Right, right. And the, the countdown happened. And then he's like, oh, 
Well, I guess it's 2023. Couldn't they put in? <laughs> I, couldn't I, they like put on like New Year's Rock and Eve so we could see? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they get I that, think on that was phone. only in the Midwest. Yeah, it was oh, only just, in the Midwest. Just the Midwest feed. Oh, yeah. Everywhere else, you knew. Right. Yeah. Only in the Midwest. So if you were in Illinois, Michigan, it didn't really matter. Did you ever have to do a comedy night at midnight and uh, like the show was over? Like, I used to catch a rising star. The and the show would be over like quarter of. And now you got a vamp for 15 minutes with a bunch <laughs> of drunks. And you're like, okay, we're getting ready. You're like, please, get your freaking midnight. Okay, get you're ready. Yelling at the watch. Boom! Yeah. Nobody. And they, uh, they would bring in like a television, like an old beat up TV <laughs> on the stage so we could watch Dick Clock bring in the whoever it was. Bringing in the new year. <laughs> they, in the Midwest, though, when they did the countdown, they were like, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, and now it's 1984. <laughs> <laughs> There's a new I saw on CNN. People, because the technology has advanced so fast, people now, because of COVID and everything, they want to go back to the old technology. And, like, uh, the analog and the VCRs and the albums and all that stuff is making a comeback. Well, it's all retro. I mean, albums have been kind of hot for the last couple of years. Yeah, they're bringing back vinyl. Yeah, well, bring it back. It is back. Well, I mean, it's I been back, but, but I mean more so now. But it's a different type of vinyl. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's a thicker vinyl. The records are a lot more expensive now. Like, like you can just get something, say, like, the first Cause album. Right. And that would cost you about 30 bucks. Really? Yeah. I thought that was just that way because that's just inflation it's, now. No, no, no. It's it's thicker. It's def, It's not the same. Remember like the vinyl we had? It was thin. It was you thin, could, yeah. You could hear the cracking on it. It's not that. Oh, you don't get the cracking? No. That's you don't, the you best get, part of the You don't get the cracking. The burn? It's a different needle. Really? Yeah. Like you DJ, you know, right? Yeah. You remember like the Techniques? I think The eight, Techniques 1200 turntables. Right. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if these records actually can play on those. Really? No, they yeah. can because that's what I have as a record player. <laughs> but I have modern. Do you buy? Do you buy well. the new vinyl? Yeah, I buy everything. It's yeah. expensive, right? Yeah, I would. Uh, what's funny is like, I got in the vinyl because when nobody was buying it, you could go to a Goodwill and get like. You know, Iron Maiden for five right. cents. Come yeah. to my house, I'll give you Iron Maiden but, for five cents. I got tons of albums. Oh, I'll be over. Right. And, and they're all like, you know, it's funny because people people will say, you know, hey, I got those Beatles albums in the attic. They're worth a fortune. And then you go over there and they're all scratched to crap. And but they're not first edition. War, no, but they just got right. them. And they just figured because they held on to them since 1962 that they must be worth something. They have to be in the cover. They have to be first edition. They have oh. to be kind of like, it's like baseball cards. Yeah. Well, it's like you go, I, I would go to the record exchange, you know, with crates of albums for, you know, I'm going to cash, you know, I'll give you $10. And they know, it's like, well, uh, I'm not going to take them home. Then I go, well, you know what, I'm going to take them home. No, I'm not taking the $10. And I take them home, and now they still sit in my closet collecting dust. I should have taken the $10. You know, when I was in college, I owned a record store, and that's how I put myself through school. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. First time record. Buy and sell used records? No, or that, or, or no, new records. They were, they were new records, records and tapes. This be even before CDs. Really? And I had uh, an in-store appearance by Twisted Sister. They came down. Really? You got Dee Snyder? And did a record signing. I had Eddie Hoeheda and A.J. Perro. Because A.J. Okay. Perro was from Staten Island. Oh, I remember Dee Snyder standing outside YSP with the filed fangs in the back. You know, he had, he had his teeth filed or whatever. And just, just standing there looking at him. He's just standing there hanging out, dressed up like Dee Snyder in his 1985 or whatever. Like, Dee Snyder, Bette Midler. Looking just like Lady Gaga. You never see him in the same room together. You never see him. I'm just saying. You never see him together. Now, do you? What does that say? All right. All right what, what is your favorite record store? 
Break it down. A favorite I'm, record store. I'm going to say out. right now, uh, I have a friend named uh, Seth Frank. He lives in uh, Doylestown. He has a great record store that's yeah. still around. And uh, he actually has a machine that if you have a warped record, he can fix it for you. Really? Yeah. It's called heat. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jeff? Favorite record store for me was on Broadway Your downtown. Store, right? was pro- <laughs> it was mine, but uh, remember Tower Records? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, right? That was the one. And do you remember who, you know who I saw there once? I saw Morrissey. No, I really? waited online to get an autograph. And then probably other one. I have to, I have to always go to. I think it would be uh, Bleaker Bob's on Bleaker Street right by, oh, the, I know, right exactly. by the cellar. Yeah, yeah that's uh, the, the Grey Dog Cafe's right next door. When I was uh, when I worked at PST, when I started, like 1980, uh, doing I was doing the overnights. And in order to have DJ business. So, you know, you, when you work in midnight to six, five nights a week, you got to keep that up on the weekends. You know, you can't just call your friends at four o'clock in the morning. Hey, what's going on? You know, because you got to keep that <laughs> schedule. So what I would do is I would, de- I would DJ the parties and get out like 12, one o'clock. And then uh, there's this guy, Mike from Freehold, and we would go up to the village and we'd go to Bleaker Bob's, we'd go to the record runner and I'd take the money that I made that night and I'd go buy like Beetle bootlegs and all that. Ran yeah. into Joey Ramone one night, ran into Raymond Zarek one night from the doors. You never know who'd be hanging out out of these places, doing the same thing, just thumbing through the records, you know, trying to find it. And uh, the deals you could get, you know. Um, but Tower Records, before I hit the traffic, there's a special. Did you ever see the, the story of Tower Records? I think it was on Showtime. There's a documentary about it. The documentary. Did you ever see it? I didn't see it. you got to see it. It's, it's, it's an amazing story about how this brilliant, this, this company was started by a kid who came back from World War II, took, two, took the other half of his father's drugstore, turns it into this billion-dollar empire, and then it all just collapses. And everything that conspired, everything that got together to make that happen. One of the more fascinating documentaries you will ever see. Here's Fast Traffic. Steve Trevelis. 1-800-283-101.5. Gemini's in the house. Muckrickadonna's in the house. And uh, Jeffrey Paul is in the house. Uh, comics. Talking Jersey. All right, so uh, Bill Cosby. Uh, has decided, he he was asked if he's going to tour in 2023. And uh, he says he plans to do it. You see? (laughs) He's eyeing a return to touring in 2023. Uh, This is from Variety. Uh, Said in a December 28th radio interview with uh, WGH Talk with Scott Spears, he answered yes when asked if 2023 is the year he might finally be able to tour again. He's 85 years old, of course convicted in Pennsylvania in 2018 of criminal sex charge, released in 2020. 21, following nearly three years in prison after the conviction was overturned by the state Supreme Court. So, uh, let's see. Jeffrey Paul, would you go see him? No. Why not? A couple of reasons. Uh, one, you know, I respect what he does. I thought he was a great storyteller. I just didn't really find him funny. And also, things that he did, if I had a daughter, I couldn't support that. So, uh, I wouldn't go see him. So, you wouldn't go see him because no. it wasn't funny and the things he did? Yeah. Or you wouldn't go see him because of the things he did Both. And I, it wasn't funny? No, I mean, I wouldn't even go out of the curiosity factor. You know, I think, I think it would be boring, to be honest with you. Well, if you, have, if you don't like his humor, then it would be boring. I, 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 you know what? I liked him as a creator. I thought Fat Albert was great. Right. Um, 
I thought, Noah. He, I thought he had a couple, you know, a couple of uh, good bits. The um, the chocolate cake bit, you know, comes to mind. That was, that's, that's from '84, right? But I mean, to sit and listen to like an hour's worth of Bill Cosby droning on, uh, yeah. And have uh, you ever seen him live? Yeah. No, I did. I saw him at the go. I saw the tour. The that became himself, that became the Cosby Show. Oh, wow. And it was 84. It was at the Garden State Art Center, which is now the PNC Bank Art Center. But he he doesn't do, like, what he would do. He doesn't go up there and do, like, a best of. You know, now I'm going to do this funny joke, and I'm going to do this funny bit. He goes up, and yeah, back then he tells a story. He's sitting down, and he's just talking about, uh, it's all woven into comedy material, but he's telling the story about his family, his kids growing up, and everything that he did in that special. And I think Gary Shandling opened. No, Gary Shandling is open for Joan Rivers. I forget who I opened for I was going to say, if Gary Shandling went on before Cosby, I don't know if he could follow him. No, Shandling opened for Joan Rivers. Uh, but with Cosby, no, Cosby could follow him. Cosby, well, everything that was on that special became... It became the HBO special, which became The Cosby Show. And it was just like laying the groundwork. He was going to get another show before all this happened at 85. <laughs> but can you separate the funny? You know, like if you like him as a comic, can you separate the art from the artist? What about you, Mark? I can. Here's the thing. I can separate the art from the artist. Like, I, I, I do feel I wouldn't go because I wouldn't want to give him any money. I, I feel like that would be the thing. But I do I, – I, I disagree with Jeffrey on the fact that I am curious. I would want to know what he talked about. I would want to I'd know. I'd want to say it. I, if I could get back – if I could get passes – Right. That I didn't have to pay for the seat, I would go. Oh, you go for the freebie. <laughs> but that would be any comedian, but, would you? But I also will say I would not go backstage. I would not go backstage. I would not go backstage. I would not. I would cover my drink the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I would not drink with a man, no. Gemini. I don't know. I might drink with the guy. <laughs> Come on, baby. Put the jello where you know it belongs. Come on. It'd be nice. <laughs> What does that mean? I really mean? don't know. I don't, you know, I'm being honest. I couldn't, uh, I don't, I don't like the man after. Just, uh, like you said, with the daughter thing and anybody that was a, a female that you just took advantage of in that way. I don't care if you're funny, if you're the smartest guy around and you're the most computer guy, a professor. You're taking advantage of innocent people that maybe they're trying to get their, a better job or stuff like that. But you're kind of laying that out. And then to wake up. Up, I can imagine how many people are not speaking out that got caught in his little web. And I, I hate that using comedy because I am a comedian full at heart and I never would want to use that as an advantage to, um, you know, to put a drug in somebody's drink just to, to do whatever they're doing. And I'm sorry. I, I just disagree with that. So you would go for nothing if you Not got the passes for no, nothing. No, I might you be out go there with a all. few Italians. Yeah, you would go at all, <laughs> all right? And you, you're not going at all. I'm not going at all. I would go for the curiosity factor. I, 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 always, I can separate the funny from the, from the man. I li the art from the artist. But Steve, you, could, you would, you would support art. him like Mark said? I wouldn't support him. I would say I'd want to go. I'd but if you bought a ticket, you would be supporting him. I wouldn't have to buy a ticket. I can't do oh, this. You're, you're, you're Steve Travelese. Yeah, yeah. okay. I, could, I, could cover, I could cover it for the radio All right, station. Steve, I'm going to buy you a ticket. Right, see, now, now. All right, All right Steve. Yeah. Hold on. Bill, Bill is in Clark on New Jersey 101.5. Bill, what are you thinking? 
Hey, uh, Bill Clay here. I'm in marketing, and uh, I have a quick comment and a question for you guys, see what you make of all this. Um, I actually have seen Bill Cosby live, I mean, albeit it was many years ago in Atlantic City. And um, the one joke I remember he was talking about, it was uh, like you guys were just talking about, was like a long, drawn-out story. That's what he does. uh, Like, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, he was talking about everybody storming the casino and, uh, getting a bunch of, like, chips, and we'll divvy it up in the parking lot. And the punchline was, we should divvy it up by the color of our skin, you know, with the punch being white is a dollar, and uh, the blacks, I think, were either 100 or 500 at the time. Right. Um, and uh, and uh, his uh, kicker to it is he said, the guy behind me just said he's purple, because that was the, the biggest chip. So that's, that's the only joke I remember that, that got some laughs. But, I, you know, as a marketing guy, I think uh, everyone's looking at this all wrong. Uh, it's really about the spectacle. Um, you know, what, what, could you get, I mean, any publicity is good publicity in this days, even if it gets people upset, gets them talking on social media. Could you get a company like Z's Quill to, you know, sponsor? <laughs> oh, listen to this. Listen to this. <laughs> one, more, one more. Could you, could you, could you get Jello to get, get some, you know, limited dish? All right, don't get me in trouble here. <laughs> I get this. I, I can see where this is going. Uh, 1-800-283-101.5. Bill Cosby says he's going to tour. Would you go see him if you could? 85 years old, and you know what he's you know what he's done, you know what he's been through, and now he's out, uh, and he tours in 2023. Would you go see him? 1-800-283-101.5. It's 9.30. Now, the latest New Jersey... 101.5, Steve Trevelisse. All right, we got Gemini here, Mark Riccadonna, Jeffrey Paul, and uh, nobody speaks. I I say the name Mark's the only guy smart enough to come out and say something, right? Everybody, (laughs) I I say the name, they look at me. It's radio (laughs) voice. Bill Cosby uh, asked if he's going to tour in 2023. 85 years old uh, answered yes. When he was asked if he's going to uh, come back, would you uh, go see Bill Cosby? Uh, would you buy the ticket? I I enjoy Cosby. I enjoyed the funny. I enjoyed the act. I always liked Cosby as a comedian. Of course, I don't agree with anything that he did, and I told, yeah. and I'm totally against that. But as far as like the comedy. I have no problem with the comedy because I grew up a fan of Cosby. When I was a kid, Old Weird Harold and uh, Noah, How Long Can You Tread Water? You listen to the early Cosby albums. He was a pioneer. Yeah. Um, there was a Showtime special that blended all the good Cosby did with all the evil Cosby did. Oh, and really? what an incredible contrast. Really? Yeah. I, I can't remember. The, I think Showtime did it. I don't remember the name. But uh, if not Cosby... If you could get a new album from a comedian who hasn't been around in a long time or is no longer with us, who would you want to hear from? Yeah, that's a tough uh, one. Yeah. No, it's, it, that's, for me, it's pretty easy. Gemini. Gemini. <laughs> Gemini Lombardi. You got one of those? Yeah, besides, <laughs> Whatever happened to him? <laughs> besides Gemini and Mark Rigadana, I'm going to go Greg Giraldo. Oh. oh man! Because I think if he, you know, I, I never thought he really reached his full potential, and I think he would have surpassed Colin on like that that writing that 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 you know that that thought you know like yeah. the guy who like his that's writing, a big yes he, he was he was funny but he was also very thought provoking and he had he had, he had just great social commentary. At what the held time. him back? I saw the I saw Being the special unhappy. on him. Being unhappy is what held him back. Well, you think that's what thought, it was? He thought yes. success, I, I toured with him a bunch, and he thought success was going to make him happy. And so every time he got something, 
he would feel good for a week and then it would immediately go away and he had this empty feeling that he had to fill in and he thought success was going to do it he had a beautiful family yeah you always saw i saw the pictures with him and his little his two boys and his wife one of his sons is doing comedy now and i work with him a lot in the city really yeah there was what is the name of that um I forget the channel. Vice, Vice, cha- Vice Channel. Yeah. And they yeah. did all those. Dark side the, the, of the dark comedy. side of comedy. And I watched the Geraldo one. And yeah, I didn't realize how, how great he was, how, you know, how big he was. He was a great roast master and all that. And the funny. He, and then in the end, it's like, you know, why did it? was like he, there was one barrier that he didn't break that yeah. would have had him explode. I feel like him and he, another one who I would put on this list that we're talking about is him and Rich Jenny. Oh, I love Richard Jenny. Were the guys who they felt like they hit a glass ceiling. Meanwhile, every comic, even comics who maybe were above them on the pay grade scale, looked at them and went, if I could write like them, I would be happy. I talked to, um, I opened for Jenny once. And He's I used amazing. to have him on the show. I had him on the show a couple of times. I was a, Before I got into comedy, I was a huge Richard Jenny fan. I'd find him anywhere. And I got to bring him on stage a couple of times. One night, I'm like a big dope hanging all over him. He's like, would you go stand over there? <laughs> I, I got go, go stand over there. And then afterwards, he comes. I'm sitting like a big puppy dog. He's like, come here, listen. Listen, listen. I, I don't just think of this stuff when I walk on stage. I got to like, you know, think about it. You know, prepare my show. Uh, but anyway, uh, I opened for him at the Strand in Lakewood. But after he died... Uh, there's a comic named Hal Spear. Ah, Cheeky you know, Baby. Yeah, Cheeky Baby. And I worked with him at Catch a Rising Star. And he says, you know, you walk into the store, you come out with bread and milk. He walks into the store, he comes out with 15 minutes of incredible stand-up. <laughs> and that was Pritchard. And every uh, every one of his bits was so honed and so crafted. Yeah. And so, like, and he was like, like, Vic D. Batetta would talk, or Kevin Sullivan, guys like that would talk about how, you know, he'd be the last guy out. You know, at the comedy clubs on the open mic nights or whatever, like two o'clock in the morning playing to five people. There's Richard Jenny working on his act. Yeah. He he would, when I worked him. with him, he had um, two three ring binders completely filled with possible material wow. that he would go over. And he goes, every couple of years, I have to have a new special. Every couple of years, I, I have to turn this material out. And every time you would bring up anything, you'd be like, did you see the Olympics? And he'd be like, that's mine. Don't <laughs> do anything on it. That's mine. <laughs> I, I'll tell you a quick story. Before I get to Dave in Colonia, I got this is uh, when I first got the catch job. I'm going to be at a house MC. I have Jackie Mason on the show. Uh, my, I had a show at the Hawk at 105.7, and I have Jackie Mason on. He says, I have never repeated a joke. I would never repeat the joke. I wouldn't give you the same food. Why would I repeat a joke? And I'm thinking to myself, son of a I can't write 90 minutes of original comedy every week. And it really freaked me out because I've never <laughs> done it before. And I'm thinking, i got to write brand new material, 15 minutes, nine times five shows or whatever. <laughs> and I have Richard on the following week. And I had Richard on a couple of times before. And I said, I said Richard, I, I got to do it. I got this job. And, and he goes, first of all, it's BS. He, he repeats himself all the time. <laughs> That's total BS. <laughs> and he says, you know, your jokes are like... Like his songs. He goes, you know, people may know. And he, at the time, he said, you know, he may do a funny bit on the Taliban. And they show up and buy the ticket to see you do the bit. You don't do the bit. They're going to leave upset. He goes, I got five HBO specials. They don't think they're expecting me to do that stuff. And But he was such a, he was such a warm, friendly guy. And it was sad. You know, when, uh, you know, when he died. It was in 2007. 90 minutes a year. 
is almost impossible to do. Look what happened. Like, I think Louis is like probably, you know, Louis C.K. is probably the most prolific writer uh, right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. And remember, he would come out with a, a new special every two years and it was great. Then he came out with a special every year, not as good, and then yeah. went back to every two years. Well, you know. So to come out with 90 minutes a year? George Carlin would do an album a year. And we were talking about Was it always good, though? Well, it was Carl. Especially at the end, at of, the at the end, end of his career. I mean, I'd like just, the end more but you know than how the he, beginning. You know how he did it? <laughs> Bitter Colin. Yeah. I think Dennis Blair told the story that he asked him, and he goes, you're a professional comedy writer. If I gave you a week, could you write one minute of present a whole week, can you write one minute of presentable stand-up comedy? He goes, yeah. He goes, that's how I do it. <laughs> That's pretty One much like the goal. A week. Let's get Dave in Colonia on. Dave, you're on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, pal? Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. Uh, interesting, interesting topic. I think, you know, as far as Bill Cosby goes, you know, you kind of have to see him, you know, for the curiosity factor. You want to hear what he's going to say, like Chris Rock, right? Chris Rock sold out the shows after he got slapped. Of course, it's, it's some, you can't look away. If somebody told me that you know Roseanne Barr was singing a concert of Metallica covers, right. you know, I'm going to go watch it. I have, <laughs> uh, I have. As long as it ain't the national anthem, why not? <laughs> yeah, of course. I want to hear her sing "Why the Lightning." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fade to black. <laughs> of course, of course. Now, Jeff, I actually I've seen Jeff perform. He's very funny, right. and you know, because he's a comedian, I thought this would be an interesting question for, for him to answer. Prior, you know, to the canceling of Bill Cosby and all this stuff going down, does he make your Mount Rushmore of comics? N never. Mount, Mount Rushmore comedy? Bill Cosby? Yeah. Stand-up stand up comedians, you know. And you guys mentioned George Carlin no, was you could have, on there, obviously. No, you could, you could have 12. I wouldn't put him on it. I mean, if I, if I have to go to a Mount Rushmore, I'm going to go Eddie Murphy, Geraldo, Colin, and just to be a hack, I'm going to say Pryor. Because <laughs> everybody would say those two guys. <laughs> Cosby and Pryor back in the day. Cosby was Pryor before Pryor. You know, no, the no, stuff wait, that wait, he did at that time, in that time, in those jazz clubs in the early 60s Steve, was cutting edge. Steve, I'm going to go go even deeper than that. I'm going to go Dick Gregory was, be, there, was before. Cosby Stop learned from Dick, Jeff. We know Cos you're putting Von Meter on that. Cosby learned from Dick Gregory. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, Cosby got it from Dick <laughs> Gregory. Reference. Dave, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800. See, I'm telling you, you got to watch the Showtime special. Vaughn Meter. <laughs> Doing his JFK impersonation. Vaughn <laughs> Meter on the horse. Family he values, everyone. Come on. You're, he's all right. <laughs> all right, 1-800-283-101.5. Two questions. Bill Cosby, 85 years old. Now he's out of prison. And he says he's going to tour. <laughs> fresh out Would of prison. Would you buy a ticket? That's the, that's the name of the album, Bill Cosby. Fresh out of prison. Uh, would, you, would, you, would you go see Bill Cosby? And uh, if not, if you could get a new album from... Uh, your favorite comedian, dead or alive, who would you want to hear from? At New Jersey. Jersey 101.5, Steve Trevelis. Some comics talk in Jersey. We got Jeffrey Paul. We got Mark Rick and Donna. That's right. We got Johnny Gemini Lombardi. So glad to be here, yes. Steve. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And uh, Bill Cosby says he's going to tour again. You see. So uh, would you go see him? He's uh, 85 years old. 
Now, you got to figure if he's going to do this, he's uh, he's going to have a new act. He's not going to go up there and do his greatest hits. He's yeah. not going to go up there and do the old, because he doesn't do that. Jeffrey basically said that if he does his regular act, that'll put him to sleep. He doesn't need mm-hmm. the pills. <laughs> <laughs> does that, I mean, you know what, at 85 years old, be it would be interesting to see what he would come up with, because he is, he is a comic genius. I mean, you yeah. know, how many times, I can't think of anyone that has had so many television lives, right? The first show he had was I Spy. Then he had that show in the late 60s. He was a gym teacher, a comedy show. Then he had, it was like a late 60s. Then he had uh, Huxtable, right? He had, uh, the Cosby show. Were you going to put Fat Albert in there? And then, well, Fat Albert was a cartoon. We didn't even get into Saturday morning stuff. No, but maybe he would do like, He'd be oh, he'd, put Fat he'd, Albert. Narr- he'd be narrating it, right? And he was kind of funny in that. Well, he invented Fat Albert. I right. mean, Fat Albert was one of his comedy characters. But he had a TV show. Uh, like I said, there was I Spy. And when they did I Spy, he went to Robert Culp and said, listen, we're never going to talk about race. We're just going to be here. And, and it was revolutionary. It was cutting edge. Uh, broke barriers, followed by, he did a show in 69. He played Chet Kincaid. He was a... A gym teacher, and it was a comedy show. It was like kind of like a jazz kind of comedy show with a jazz theme opening. Then uh, he does the himself in 84, and he comes back with uh, the Cosby show. Then the Cosby show ends, and he gets Felicia Richard, and they do another version of a Cosby show that CBS ran. And that went to number one. And right. right, remember that? And then, uh, and it two completely different characters. He goes, because the whole idea of the Cosby show where he played the doctor and she was the lawyer and they lived in, uh, you know, an Upper East Side, Penn, uh, Park Avenue townhouse or whatever. Uh, and then he comes back and he plays, uh, you know, I forget the name of the character he played in that one. But he's had so I many. There was a different world. Different, he, no, Different World was the spinoff of the Cosby show where yeah, the daughter was, yeah, got the show. Yeah, but he would was pop in every once in a while. Oh, yeah. So it's like, and he also produced it. So. He was, well, yeah. I mean, that guy just shoveled money into Dr. William account. H. Cosby, Bill Cosby, William Cosby, William Cosby Jr. William yes. H. Macy Cosby. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> so many names. Uh, let's go through, uh, let's see. Oh, my God, Ronnie Marmo. What's happening, my friend? Hey, what's up, pals? How there are you? There he is. There he is. I'm not a comedian. I'm Lenny Bruce. That's me. How uh, are you guys doing? We're doing great. Now we're hearing your voice. And a congratulations on your marriage to the lovely Janelle. She's right here, Janelle. Uh, thank you very much, gentlemen. See that? See yeah. that? I, she's not Janelle number five. She's Janelle number one. Yeah, that's very funny. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, we got married July 2nd. We're happy. Life is good, thank God, you know? I mean, you would be the perfect guy. Now, Lenny, now you be Lenny Bruce, right, in Chicago. Uh, I saw you playing in uh, the Count Basie Theater, and you got to bring the show to Jersey. When are you bringing I'm Not a Comedian, I'm Lenny Bruce to New Jersey? Well, we're still working out some details, but we are on tour, technically, and we're going back uh, to the East Coast. I'll be in Buffalo and Rochester, late middle and late March. The and snow so that- will still be there. Yes. <laughs> Is that right? I, yeah, I don't know if Buffalo is a desirable uh, destination at the moment, but you can get summer to two weeks in July. <laughs> I now I thought that. your thoughts, your thoughts. Bill Cosby's going to tour. Would you buy a ticket? No, you wouldn't. No, because uh, you know it's like 
the guy committed crimes and he got out because our, our system is a little screwy and he got on technicality. I don't want to support a guy like that. So like, I, will some people go? Probably. Uh, if you know, it's a fine line between committing a crime and also, you know, now we're in a cancel culture war, a world where, you know, people will throw you away for pretty much anything, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about crime, you know? Right. So I, I don't know. I can't get behind it. I, uh, I don't need to go see his show. Now, where does he fall in on the lexicon of comedy? Well, you know, he was—he's one of—he was great. I mean, he was uh, one of the great clean comics, you know. And um, I don't know what to say. You know, it's, it's so sad when somebody like that gets so tainted with with these kinds of things because you kind of start to see him differently, you know. Yeah. I'm not saying I was a Cosby guy growing up because I wasn't. If I'm being honest, but I appreciated how funny he was and what he, you know, accomplished. But you know what I'm saying. Well, no, I, I do. I knew, and you know what? Because like you play Lenny Bruce, and you, you know, you become Lenny Bruce. Of all the Lenny Bruces I have seen, including the Mrs. Maisel Lenny Bruce, you are the you are the Lenny Bruciest of all the Lenny Bruce. <laughs> the, Lenny the Lenny Bruciest. The Lenny Bruciest. If all that doesn't the, end up in your promo pack, <laughs> <laughs> listen, Steve Trevelyan, Ronnie Momo is the Lenny Bruciest. There you go. There you go. <laughs> In quotes. That's going right on my website. Go refresh my website in five minutes. You know what? And Cosby was kind of like, you know, like he was beginning when Lenny Bruce was hot. You know, they were both out at the same time, and they both kind of did like that that cool, like that Playboy Club. You know what I mean? The, the early Cosby was like a jazzy kind of guy. You know what? It's a little before my time, and my parents uh, may have dug him. And, you know, that was like, what, mid-60s kind of thing? Yeah, maybe earlier. So, or earlier, yeah. So, you know, he when he was coming up, obviously it was before I was born. But by the time I got into comedy, you know, I loved, uh, I mean, I liked Lenny Bruce. I didn't know too much when I was a kid. I, You know, Richard Pryor was my idol, and then Carlin. Right. And then, you know, those are the guys I was, like, obsessed with. But I also loved, like, Red Fox and really inappropriate. You know, I was not. <laughs> no, really. You and Mike Marino hanging out in the basement telling each other jokes. Oh, my God. Marino, he texted me today. <laughs> Give him my best. Picture of me and him, which I always think is beautiful. I love that guy. Not the one with him in the short shorts that he goes around uh, Bar A with, right? And that was at, uh, the, those, what was that, Montego Bank? Yeah, I got news for you. It's pouring rain in L.A. You guys probably are doing better than us right now. Oh, there you go. Global warming. <laughs> it is. It is, yeah. it is so good to hear your voice. Oh, thanks, Steve. You too, Kat. You know, I'm so excited. Mark and I talked earlier, and I was—I just couldn't wait to call in and say hi. So, all right. So, listen. When you come to Jersey, you come down here. You hang in studio. You hang with us. Listen, New Jersey. I am New Jersey. It's my life. He's Woodbridge. This man is Woodbridge. I'm Woodbridge for life. You never forget where you come from, everybody. You gotta stay true, right? You got yeah, it, pal. All right. Keep in touch. Listen, we'll talk. I, 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 I adore you both. Happy New Year, guys. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year, man. As Ronnie Marmo, I'm not a comedian. I'm Lenny Bruce. <laughs> All right. 1-800-283-101.5. Dave is in South Amboy on New Jersey 101.5. Dave, would you go see Bill Cosby? No, no. I'd All rather right. see that Lenny Bruce show. The Lenny yeah. Bruce show is amazing. I'm with you on that. Yeah, I, I, I definitely want to see Jeff Paul. Oh, of course. We all want to see Jazz. I get to see him right now. I mean, you know, I have to buy a ticket for this. <laughs> I'm a little jealous of that right now. 
I get that a lot. You know, they say, you know, do you know Jeff Paul? I do. <laughs> and George and George Ringo. It's a good thing. George Ringo. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I've stumped the band. I'm going to see Jeff Paul this weekend. I'm excited. Where is he going to be? He's gonna be at, I'm going to be at the Dojo of Comedy. I didn't ask you. I asked Dave. <laughs> Where's he going to be? East. Dojo Comedy East. Yeah. All right. That's east of Dojo Comedy West. All right, Dave. In L.A., correct. In L.A.? No. That's where, that's where the Jojo West is. Oh, okay. All right, Dave. Good stuff. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. Paul is on the Jersey Shore. What's up, Paul? Yeah, hey guys, I'm actually uh, doing the comedy show on Friday with Jeff Paul. I love when I put comics on. They all call and have all their friends call and promote them, you know. <laughs> That's when I get my best radio, you know. Yeah, let's all, I, I love when I put the guest on. And then the relative calls in. Oh, I just want to say hello. This is Aunt Sadie. Is Jeffrey Paul there? Because that's the good radio. That's that's what I'm asking. Uh, you know what? I, I used to radio because I, I used to do O1A as No Filter. Another one who's done radio. Okay. And you do what? I was on Opie and Anthony as No Filter Paul back in the day. Really? Oh, cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Can I plug uh, how to get the tickets for that Jeffrey Paul show? Go ahead. Okay. So you because to... if you don't, he will. So go ahead. I know, but... <laughs> you go to NorthJerseyComedy.com, uh -huh. and if anyone listening wants to buy a ticket there, if they use the promo code SPECIAL, they get 10% off just for listening to your show. Oh, see, he's putting, he's putting a hook in the gauge now to see if you're going to sell yeah. any tickets. Yeah. All right, Paulie, good stuff. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. This winter, be ready. New Jersey 101.5's Chief Meteorologist Dan Zero is ready for winter. Look for wintry mix to start around lunchtime. He's ready to give you the facts, facts. without the hype. Snow ends early tomorrow morning, but expect a really messy commute. Our winter weather alerts will keep you and your family safe before, during, and after the storm. Thanks to our sponsor, New Jersey Division of Highway Traffic Safety. New Jersey 101.5 Winter Weather Alerts. Be ready. Listen on your radio, our free app, and NJ1015.com. WKXW Trenton. WKXW HD. Alright, 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelyse. Now, normally we would do trivia tonight, but uh, we're taking a night off from trivia tonight. We're going to do it tomorrow night with uh, Lisa Bouchelle singing is going to be in Light of Day. Mike Rocket's going to be here. And then tomorrow night we got Dexter Dog coming in at 940. We got a lot going on tomorrow night. But right now, uh, we uh, just because we're not going to do the uh, we're not going to do the trivia tonight doesn't mean we're not going to have a song from Raymond, from Rockaway, right, Johnny? <laughs> let him sing, buddy. Let him out. I'm telling you, right? That it doesn't matter, you know, because we cannot welcome in 2023 unless we hear from Raymond from Rockaway, Buenasera. Buenasera, Steve. Welcome back. Oh, thank you, my friend. How was your yeah, New Year? Everybody over there. Especially 101.5. You are the Love best. It. You are the best. All right, Raymond, what are you singing for us tonight? Oh, you will love this. Oh. All right. Besame. Besame mucho. Each time I cling to your kiss, I hear music divine. Besame. I besame mucho. Hold me, my darling, and say that you'll always be mine. 
This joy is something new. My arms enfolding you never know this thrill before. Whoever thought I'll be holding you close to me, whispering, you I adore. Dearest one, if you should leave me, each little dream would take wing and my life would be true. Besame, mucho, love me forever and make all my dreams come true. That was beautiful, Raymond. That was beautiful. I'm telling you, you are the best. You are the best. Ah. Thank you, thank you. All right, now yeah, you're 87 years old. Bill Cosby's 85. I'll be 87 in January 31st. Oh man, you got three more weeks of being 86. Spring chicken, <laughs> yes. The spring chicken. All right, Raymond, we'll talk tomorrow night. Okay, okay. You got it. Start the bone. All right. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. So we got Mark Riccadonna here. We got Jeffrey Paul. Comics talking Jersey. Bill Cosby, eighty five years old. Uh, he's no Raymond. Eighty five years old. He has announced that he is going to tour in twenty twenty three. Says he to a guy named uh, Scott Spears on WGH Talk. When I come out of this, I feel I will be able to perform and be the Bill Cosby that my audience knows me to be. Responding to Spears' question about whether 2023 might be a touring year, Cosby responded, yes, yes, because there's so much fun to be had in this storytelling that I do. Years ago, maybe 10 years ago, I found it was better to say it after I write it. And uh, Cosby's rep, Andrew Wyatt, confirmed to Variety that the comedian is looking at a spring-summer tour date to begin. Uh, so, uh, would you, would you, I'm sorry, would you see him? You don't think that there'd be some people in that audience that might be disruptive? Oh, I would imagine. Uh, you know, like, uh, that would be uh, really, like, against just him as a person, not that it's yeah. comedy. Please, I, I, like I know that you guys, yeah, pro, like, protesters. they do it all the time. And, I mean, he's <laughs> he was kind of very sinful, this man. So, sure. you know, there might be some people that are father-like, I mean, took yeah. their daughter and think, you know, uh, okay, I'm going to be quiet now. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to say something wrong, but that's... No, no, I get what you're saying. Like, there would be in the audience that you know it's going to be... You're going to get people who are going to protest. You're going to get people who are going to support him. And uh, you're going to get you're going to get that back and forth. And there's also security. What do you think there's going to be more of? You know what? Security? I don't know. I, yeah, right. Because, because it's... It's probably going to be more people who support him. People who just are, are fans who would show up. There are people who believe, whether they, not that they're right or wrong, but just people who would believe, you know, who you know basically don't believe it. You don't think there'd be like a bunch of like Me Too activists who would come I, out? I, and again, there would be every city that he's at. There would be Me Too activists. There would be people who hate him. There would be people who are still fans that support him. I mean, as screwed up as this world is, you can't tell me that nobody in that audience would support him. No, there'd be people supporting him, but I, I just think the backlash would be so severe that I think it would be hard to do uh, a, a multi-city tour. I don't know. Well, the, what's funny is is the idea of cancel culture is not alive and well. No. Because 
Louis C.K. sold out arenas. Yeah. Right? But he also took... Woody Allen's still making movies. He didn't take a couple years off. Like, he he performed overseas for a long time. I know he performed in Mexico. Right. You know, when it first happened. He never stopped doing comedy. But but, but, but my point is, right, as much as... now, and forgiven, it seems like. He was forgiven. So, but again, it's if the cancel culture is not what it is. I'm just saying, I believe there are there are Cosby fans that would show up. I, I think with with CK, it's two different things. Uh, you know, like he didn't. I, like, how much did he take advantage? What did he really took his? He no, it's a different story. It's a it, whole different thing. This it, person it is, took but, advantage. But John, this is where me dose. Went after him in Mexico, but this is where he goes. This is this is where I think if like you were a dad, where you would have a problem with him, okay? And you wouldn't go, right? But it would it would it also was like he, and it wasn't him. It was his management that tried to take the career away from a couple of these female comics who right, didn't go along with again, the program. As far as Cosby's concerned, if you feel this way, you probably wouldn't go. Probably what you're going to get are a lot of old people. You're going to get a lot of people who are like septuagenarians, octogenarians, who would go. And then you'd get the people who would protest. And that'd be pretty much it. What kind of size arenas did they say he's playing? Is he playing like theaters? Is he See, that I, that I don't know. Then there's also the idea that people would just want to, you don't want to go witness the accident. You know, you can't turn away. You've got to know. He's playing in the bedrooms. You, you've got to know. You've got to know he's what's doing going on. Runs. Hold on. Pete's and Ewing on New Jersey 101.5. Pete, what are you thinking? Oh, first off, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy, Happy New Year, Year, Pete. But uh, let's see. There's a song by uh, Bishop Bullwinkle. Bishop Bullwinkle. To the yep, hell to the na na na. Nope, not doing it. All not right, all right. We're gonna put Pete down for a no. Like I'm saying, he, this is the, the you know he's gonna tour now. Let's see what kind of an acceptance he gets, reception he gets when he does. But again, at 85 years old, I, and that's another thing. I, I you know, other so- than other than the train wreck factor, because I don't think a lot of seventies and eighties septuagenarians and octogenarians are going out <laughs> to see anybody in concert. <laughs> Could you imagine like all the oxygen? <laughs> Wheelchair ramps have never been used so much tonight at Madison Square Garden. You always picture like I remember Goldthwait did the thing with the monkeys. Here we come, <laughs> walking down the street. You know, of course now. Uh, where's Mickey Dolan's coming in? That, uh, that's in April. All right, all right. Where did go first, Mark Rickadam? I promised Mickey Rollins. Mickey Dolans. Mickey Dolans. He's on tour. He is. He's great. Touring as the monkeys. Yeah. He did a tour with uh, Christopher Cross, Todd Rundgren, uh, Joey Mullen from Badfinger. Did they all and, wear their uh, clothes Jason, backwards? Jason Sheff from Chicago. From Chicago. I had him on. And uh, Jason on a couple of times. They did the White Album. Yeah. That's and right. then they. 50 years ago today. Right. And then they came back and they replaced um, Dolan's with Denny Lane. Denny Lane from Wings. And they did Revolver and Rubber Soul. That's right. I saw both of them. They were amazing, weren't they? Yeah. I thought the second tour was better. Christopher Cross, I didn't realize he was that good. All right, well, not, not that it would surprise me, right? All right, let's get to one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. People calling in, they're not going to call in. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to. Let's try, try. All right, you're on New Jersey one zero one point five. Who's this? I gave up. <laughs> all right, we're done. I give up. I just wanted to mess with you. That's all right. That's the fun of talk radio. All right, Bill Cosby, eighty five years old, says he's going to tour this year. Do you think he's going to bring it up? 
You think he's going to bring See, up all the, the stuff? Thing. I think what I think he'll do. Talk about the, the pig, I mean, the elephant, pig, whatever's on the Elephant in the room. Right. He'll he, talk about. What he'll do is he'll Jim be and I so. Don't talk about any animal. Uh, he'll be so condescending and abrasive about it. You think? I think be a, he'll be like, oh, yeah, I, I, that's what I think he would do. I think he would, he would talk about it. He would like. I think he'll be arrogant. Very That's what I'm saying. He'd be arrogant about it. Yeah. He'd be arrogant about it. Oh, my God. Do you have to talk about it? I would say, yeah. You have He's to. Gonna you, say what do comics do? What comic it? doesn't address the elephant in the room? Chris Rock. He did. He, he, he talked about he it. First, when he first went out, he did not talk about it. He stuff. talked about it when he did his performances. He talked about it when you paid to see him. Right? Did he still do it? Yeah. Because I thought like, on his new special, I think he's not even addressing it on the new special. I haven't watched a new special, but I know that when, didn't he talk about, when, when he did uh, Atlantic opening, City, when he did the Bargatti, he talked about it. In Boston, the next night, I think he went out and said something about hearing any news lately or something. Yeah. It was like, you have to acknowledge it. It's like the Pee Wee Herman joke. You, you, yeah. you, you say it at the beginning, but you don't do the whole act about it. No, 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 because chances are you can't do an act about that. Chances are you have to, I, again, I don't even know. Pee-wee what Herman. an eighty-five-year-old man is going to write about that people could relate to. His fast traffic. Point five hitting the streets. Join me at the Super Pet Expo this Saturday, January seventh at one p.m. at the New Jersey Convention Center in Edison. Expo runs this Friday through Sunday. Shop for cool pet products along with uh, trick dog shows, wiener dog races, a huge dog ball pit with five thousand balls and more. Look for the New Jersey one one point five big yellow van. See you at Super Pet Expo at the New Jersey Convention Center this weekend. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. You don't want to answer the phone? What? Answer the phone. All right. You, you don't want to answer the phone? Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. All right. So, I got I got Gemini, Johnny Lombardi. That's the here. thing with the dogs when you go there. All the dogs, the people bring all their dogs. Yeah, to they bring the, the dogs. Pictures. It's fantastic. And they bring all the dogs. They bring the dogs. I'm like the yeah. Pipe Piper. It's my, the third, it's my third one. It's, my it's like Super Rum, Pet Expo. <laughs> Mark Rickadon is here. Jeffrey Paul is here. Yes. Resplendent in his Ranger shirt. All right, so Bill Cosby, 85 years old. Uh, he's out of prison now, and he plans to tour in 2023. Would you go see him? Uh, let's get Vince into Egypt on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Vince? Steve, how are we doing, bud? Good, buddy. How are you? Good, man. I just moved out here to uh, uh, New Egypt. I'm, I'm digging into Jersey, man. I'm staying. Excellent. Excellent. All right, would you... one bedroom, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to keep up with it. Good for you. Good for you, Vince. Vince is a great guy. All right. Um, would you go to Cosby? Cosby. I would... I know he's got like a great comedy history. He's one of the legends, but right. just after so much controversy and you know so much abuse towards women, I could never see like realistic people going and supporting that guy nowadays. I know he has a dedicated fan base and stuff. He's right. got routines that are classic and great, but he's not going to do them. Uh, I mean, that's the thing. It, it, I don't think it could be. The more I think about it, I wouldn't go because it's uh, along with what he did. But it's I don't see where it would be. An entertaining show. I don't know. You, how many? At eighty-five years old. What's he going to talk about that's going to make me laugh? 
there would be constant hecklers. He'd be. I feel like he'd be pelted with tomatoes. See, I don't be know a about that. Scene, you know. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Uh, I don't know that that would, would happen. Though I think people would interrupt the show too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You think they would just fill the room with hecklers? I don't know. If they, I don't know if they would fill the room with hecklers, but I think hecklers would go. Look ahead at politics and now. But the security right, that they have now. So I, I don't know. If I, they, they, I, I ask, why is he doing it? Because he needs money to pay that. Oh, absolutely. So why? But why would you do that? Put it back in the people's faces. Yeah. I'm going to be quiet. Because he believes he didn't do anything wrong. That's the thing. I mean, he's always been his mind. He has maintained that he is innocent. That he didn't do what all those girls That's said. what he's saying. That's always been his thing. What I don't get, though, is in the comedy community, people have been bad-mouthing him for years. Right. For decades. And it wasn't until Hannibal Barris talked about yeah, it. That it they finally... talked about how such a dog he was and never bring your wife around him. Because mm -hmm. when you're on stage, he would talk to her and say, you know, are you really with that guy? He's a dirtbag. Really? And he would... He had the worst reputation, showing up to gigs with hookers and, like, just a, a mean-spirited person. And now Hannibal Burris brought it out to the public, and everybody's coming out of the woodwork. The guy's a horrible human. Go see. Um, we need this. The special was on Showtime. We need to talk about Bill Cosby. And it was a four-part special. And it was truly, Vince, thanks for the calls in New Jersey, 101.5, amazing. Because what they do is they talk about, they build him up, they talk, they talk about all his accomplishments. And these women are talking, like, commenting about all through it. And then in the end, they start talking about all the things that he did to them. And it's like an incredible plot twist. Because you're not expect you got to watch it. It was on Showtime, and the episode got. I just pulled it up on Google. It's called "We Need to Talk About Bill Cosby," and I'll tell you one other thing. What the hell are you doing here? It's you from Ambler. What's up, you? Yo, Trev. First of all, Happy New Year, my friend. Happy New Year, you. Happy Hugh Year. See what I did there? Yeah, See what I did there? Good stuff. <laughs> Dude, you better be going to the Sellersville Theater to come see me tomorrow. It's only 35 minutes up the street from you. Oh, yeah, but I'm I'm tired. <laughs> I go to bed at 9 o'clock, dude. He goes to bed at 8.30. Well, then I guess you'll be going to the Bill Cosby show. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Yo, are you giving me a free ticket? Uh, no. Maybe just some pills. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, listen. Yeah. Raymond had a song for you guys, so I thought maybe the new year I could do a song for you. All right. You want to sing? Let me hear you sing. Okay. Grandmom got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> Walking home from my house New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you. <laughs> Until next year. No, no. What? No, real quick. What? Dude. What? Bill Cosby. Listen, yes. the guy, he was a great comedian and everything. But you know what took him down? What's that? The Noah routine. How long can you tread water? He tread water for like 70 years, and finally. He pissed God off. He pissed God off during the Noah routine, man. Mm, okay, that's one way to look at it. All right, kiddo. <laughs> Next week, 1-800-283-101.5. Uh, so, all right, so, see, he maintains that he's innocent. Now, we're not, we're not saying that he is, but he maintains. So in his thing, he believes it. So he would be arrogant. He would go out yeah. and just, you know, yeah. he's gonna you're not going to mess with me. And he's got that condescending attitude. 
Yeah. As far as like who would be there, I got to imagine that they would have. I, he, see, I, I worry. I don't know how much money he's got, and what promoter. There's another question: Who would promote this? I was thinking all these things, and I didn't want to be like a money person thinking. But I was thinking, why would he still come out unless? Well, he's coming out because he needs money. He needs but who money. would promote it? He's I, not going to be his own promoter. If, if there is a, a person out there that thinks that he still has the following, they'll start small to see how it goes. He's not going to go big at first. You don't think so? I, yeah, I mean, you know what? So if he was to play Jersey, where do you think he's playing? Not near Philadelphia. Well, no. If anything, if anything, he would play in Philly because that's where he's from, and he thinks that's where his people are. He thinks that's where his peeps. That's also where his victims were. No, but you know what? I, I, I think that if anything, if he was going to do it, he would do it close to Philadelphia. I would guess. I don't know, like the size of the theater, and again, like when a Philly audience is, likes you, they come is, out after you and who, tackle. Right? <laughs> but who is? Keep in mind, this is a guy who could have played the Kimmel Center. This is a guy who could play the top places in Philly. He's connected to everybody in Philadelphia. So, as far as you know, finding a place, finding a venue, would it be small? I don't know. But the the, the other thing too is you have to factor into this. He's eighty five. He's out of touch. With this generation, with this culture, you know, I mean, let's say nothing happened. Let's say nothing happened. Who, who would go? Bill Cosby announces a tour, and none of this has happened. Who's going to go see him? Nah, then there'd be people because they play it on Nick at night. They still, but, but they stopped 80, it now. But he, no, they still do play it. But he's eighty-five. There's a channel called, I think, One that plays a whole bunch of Cosby shows. But there, but there's, um, I got the cable. There's, um, but I mean, again, he's 85. Would he would he play like an Uncle Vinny's? And would would people in their 70s come out like to? But I don't think he plays a comedy club. I think eight, if anything, he plays a, he plays a theater. If he's going to do it, he's going to do it. Could theater. he sell 16 to 1800 seats? I don't know. That's a big. That's a tall order for a guy who's kind of like irrelevant right now. I would imagine he and should. Be, no, I think he could do like a thousand seat theater. Who promotes? Because the think Jake about what's Paul in it right now. What's in thousand seat theaters? Like tribute bands and stuff. Thousand seat theaters would be kind of something like like uh, we were talking about off air. You know, fifty years ago today, they played like you know. Tribute bands. They play like those fifteen hundred seat arenas, uh, you know, theaters. Uh, comics like uh, like Pete Corielli would play something like that. He'd be at, that, that size. He'll be at the Parks Casino. The Parks. <laughs> you know, you know who I'd go see. I, 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 I would go see Chad Robeson. Ten thirty. Now the latest New Jersey New Five. All right, we got uh, Jeff Paul in the house. We got Gemini, Johnny Lombardi in the house. We got Mark Riccadonna in the house. Comics Talk in Jersey. Bill Cosby, 85 years old, says uh, he'd like to tour again. Uh, he may start a spring-summer tour. Of course, Cosby got out of jail uh, because they let him out. Uh, said this in a radio interview. He was convicted in Pennsylvania 2018 of criminal sexual assault. He was released in 2021 following nearly three years in prison after the conviction was overturned by the state Supreme Court. Uh, so your thoughts? 1-800-283-101.5. Lori is in Atlanta on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Lori. Oh, hey. Is that Jeff Paul? Uh, Jeff Nuremberg to me? <laughs> oh, Jeff Paul, Jeff Nuremberg, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Do you move him on now? Was Jeff 
Paul, Jeff Nuremberg to me, was he possibly a spy with me and a sing at Tottenville High School? Oh. Ah, the secrets are revealed. Are. Yeah, so Jeff Nuremberg, Jeff <laughs> Nuremberg, Paul. He's a theater nerd in high school. You were, huh? And I won't give up his age. I will not give up his age. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that's okay. We will post it. <laughs> what was the play that you two were in? Was that you two, like, from here to eternity? Were you guys on the beach making out as the waves washed up on the sand? Oh, it, oh gosh, you don't want to see that from me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lori. Thanks for calling. How's it? Atlanta. Atlanta, Georgia is great over here, but I want to ask Jeff how he handles his hecklers because he must get them. <laughs> See that? <laughs> I'm being heckled from Atlanta. How about that? How about that? I, Some people have to pay money to heckle you. Yes. Lord gets to do it for nothing. Yeah, I have a microphone. I, I, I pretty much win all the time. Ah. <laughs> All right, Lori. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. You ready, Rob? Oh, absolutely. All right, Rob's ready. Let's see what else is going on in the world. I've got news for you. Excellent news. Now it's time for Headlines and Trevlines. I read the news today. Oh, doctor, doctor. Give me the news. There's Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For mind-blowing news. As only Steve can. What the hell's going on out here? Not a good question. All right. An argument over a parking spot last week in Montclair ended up in a person getting doused with pepper spray. That is what? right. Yeah. Parking lot rage? Parking lot rage ends up in pepper spray. So... Spot opens, two people go for it, one person cuts the other person off, goes up to the window, sprays them with pepper spray. Why wouldn't the guy roll the window down? <laughs> I mean, was it me? Why would you, if there's a guy out there with pepper spray, wouldn't you leave the window up? Just the weather alone, I would have the window. Yeah, I mean, there's no, uh, excuse me, could you roll your window down? <laughs> wouldn't that be your excuse, though? Exactly what you said. Roll, like, I, I wouldn't roll down the window. I'd just be like, it's too cold, please. Yeah, forget Raining, about that. We're cold. not doing this. How about that? You know what's funny? I was just listening to uh, my podcast, uh, an old episode, and we were talking. It was like at the very beginning of the pandemic, and we were saying, what do you think is going to come of this? And I go, I think people are going to start being nicer. No. I think people are going to start realizing what's important, and they're going to start you know, getting closer to family and worrying for their fellow friends and worrying and, and taking care of each other. And as soon as we got out of the pandemic and the roads started filling back up, I'm like, oh, it's gotten worse. Was that the same podcast you picked the Jets to win the Super Bowl? <laughs> Wait, he did not possibly do that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> as long as he's talking about being it's a right. podcast we got to deal in pepper spray. <laughs> <laughs> so so the, 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 they're fighting over a parking space, and he pepper sprays the guy. Yep. I was going to, you know, I had a story. Is that the one, the homeless guy? No. Because there's another one here that I was going to do tonight, and I didn't get to it. Uh, parking lot rage, where uh, I was going to do this. Have you ever dealt with parking lot rage? Because Bronxdale was supposed to be over parking space, right? Remember Bronxdale? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It started over parking space. But here, have you ever experienced parking lot rage? And this was a Wawa. Uh, a, a driver ran over a homeless man, and he called it parking lot rage. Right, A Howell Township man charged with assault by auto after running over a homeless man outside of Wawa in what's being described as a case of parking lot rage on, on Christmas. Fa-la-la-la-la. 
<laughs> Police said after an argument at the Route 9 Wawa, Alonzo Godbolt struck the 51-year-old man with his car in a parking lot, and uh, he left the store and later called police, admitted he struck the man. Who ever heard of parking lot rage? We're running out of road to do it on, so yeah, to do it in the parking lot night. Mean, well, you know what? But I'm bet, I'm gonna I may do that one night because that. Yeah. Have you ever been in a fight in a parking lot? Yeah, I got yeah. punched in the face. Did you really? Yeah. Mark, yeah, what I, mean, I you tell you, what I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, I got punched in the face. What happened? Me. This guy was like, you ever see someone like it was like a narrow parking lot, and he was just like wasn't moving. Uh huh. And. I I was leaning on my horn. They're like, you know, I, I got to go, go. I can't, like, you know, this guy just stand there. Gets out of the car. I roll down the window. I'm like, problem? Guy, you know, he, he didn't get a good shot in. Right. And then by the time I get out of my car, like, you know, you're stunned for a second. But he just, like, got in his car and took off. Oh, my God. He got a hit and run. How about yeah, that? Literally. You should have told him all I was doing was laughing at one of Matt Bridgestone's outside comedy shows. I was trying to show my laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Remember those? <laughs> oh, those are the worst. I... Hold on. Sabrina in Flemington. What's happening, Sabrina? Sabrina, you there? I think she left. Sabrina. Okay. All right, what else we got? So you may like this one. The Sopranos Uncle Junior House is back on the market. That's right. Really? Yes. Dominic so, Chianese. Yes. The house is for sale at 380 Highland Ave in Newark and mm. was used in the set for the filming of The Sopranos. It's going for 500000 Wait, no. 585K. 585000 for The Soprano House in Newark. Well, Uncle Junior's house. Uh, not, Uncle not, Junior's house. Not the big... Not, no, not, 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 no, that's the one in West Caldwell. Tony's. Yes. Tony's yeah, is not, in West Caldwell. Tony's place. Uncle Junior's house. Yeah, Uncle Junior's Is it in good condition? It looks... It, from the photos, yeah, it looked like it was pretty good. What kind of neighborhood? We're going to build our own church. <laughs> All right, what else you got? Okay, so Big Fun Toys in Hoboken. So this big... Big Fun Toys. Already yes, this is taking a good it, time. It, it was a tw so it just closed. It was a 20-year, very exciting, big thing in Hoboken. That Not exciting that they just closed, but it was a very famous toy store back in the day. And they're actually changing it into a family business instead. What's the family, bu the family business? The, What's the family they, business going to be? They haven't, said, <laughs> they haven't said the family business business yet they just left a note on their wall on the window and they said we're closing in 2022 uh -huh. so the end of 2022 they closed but we're coming back with something new and it's going to be a family business i don't know and a store closes in hoboken and they put up a notice family we're business we're coming back with a family hudson county we're coming back with a family business <laughs> it's a new marijuana store you're right probably a dispensary you're probably a dispensary yeah. i'm actually reading the book the family yeah, yeah. that's by La familia. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 actually by a Polish author, but it's about the mob. Yeah. But maybe it's that kind of business. Who knows, right? Yeah. <laughs> or they could be selling meth. No. I <laughs> <laughs> take it uh, to the next level, folks. Really? I'm telling you. All right. What do you got? All right. So you're wearing a Ranger shirt today, Jeff. Yes, I am. You may like this one. The Stanley Cup is coming to Princeton University on Saturday. 
Really? The Stanley Cup is coming. So the Stanley Cup will be a part of a fan village outside Baker memory rink. A memorial rink, excuse me. So it's supposed to be a thing at 2 p.m., one hour, where you're able, before the start of the women's Princeton hockey game, you're able to get a chance to take a photo with the Stanley Cup. That's exciting. How many tickets do you have to buy to be able to drink a beer out of the Stanley Cup? The things they do to the Stanley Cup, they have a beautiful... up on a Stanley yeah. Cup. They have <laughs> you don't want to drink Hell, out, of Cup. Yeah. <laughs> out of the Stanley Cup. It's actually but, not yeah. the Stanley Cup. It is. It's a guy yeah. named Stanley. Stanley. Oh, so beer cup. Stanley, from get your cup. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. Who, who's got the Stanley Cup? Who's the uh, right now? Uh, Colorado. Colorado? They won the last year. And they got it and they bring it to Jersey? Yeah, well, they're, they're going to bring it to Jersey, and it's supposed to be about uh, a celebration for the Baker Memorial uh, Baker Memorial Rink, which is celebrating 100 years this year. Why like would Colorado Saturday. give them the Stanley Cup for that? You know, the Devils used to play in Colorado. Yes, they did. They were the Colorado Rockies. The Colorado right? Rockies. I thought they were at one time. Was the Colorado Rockies also No, the Colorado Rockies were a baseball team. They still are. The Colorado, but there was a hockey team called the Colorado Rockies. Right. And then they were, I think they were also maybe the Kansas City Scouts. That I don't remember. That, yeah. Okay. Well, hold on. We'll take a commercial and we'll get more of this exciting news. <laughs> Not New York. 1.5, Steve Trevelis. Johnny Gemini Lombardi. Mark Riccadonna. That's right. Jeffrey Paul. Hello, hello. All here for your, for your entertainment, for your dining and dancing pleasure. So uh, I was telling these guys about Let It Be, and uh, what an incredible show that was. If you're a Beatle fan, it's, it's not around anymore. But uh, they started in 2012, and they were just at the uh, Hard Rock Theater. And they gave us all, like, I got a John Lennon uh, New York City shirt, like a baseball jersey. All right, Rob, what else we got? Free rabies vaccine clinic for dogs and cats. Yes, it's coming to Hillsborough's Department of Public Works, 21st East Mountain Road, Saturday, January 14th, 2023, from 10 a.m. to noon. Of everything going on in the world, this is what you chose as the lead story. They do that in every town. Wait a minute. Hold on. What do we got? We got we got all oh, I got websites devoted to every we're thinking of a rabies vaccine. <laughs> What else you got? What else you got? Fluffy at the end. Oh, oh. I, my dog is named Fluffy, but he's not getting the vaccine. Uh, he's, not, he's not getting the shot. He's not getting the jab. He's not getting the jab. Now. All right. What else you got? That's all I had. That, was, that, was, my, that got, was my huh? light and Fluffy at the end. I, I felt like I was going in a little too strong. Oh, okay. So, so right. I wanted to feel nice, you know. I like that. That was nice. That was warm and fluffy. And, of course, I picked this moment for my computer to freeze up. I, I think it was very nice that you learned about Fluffy. Yes. I can't believe you even had that Fluffy where to get a shot. Did you have a, do you have a dog? Yes, I do. Okay, do you know when your dog gets a shot how he feels? Terrible. She's... Bingo. Now, all the people out there right now driving, right. thinking about their dogs, and they're very upset, and this would, would be, you know... Even the people with cats, right. but the cats you can't trust. Those cats. <laughs> you can take a cat and you just, you just throw it. It just lands, <laughs> looks back, and go. I was going that way anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they don't fool around the cats. All right, wait until they tell you how they take their temperature. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's bad. 
that's that would have been a good story. See, that 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 was the that was the lead they got buried. Uh, so let's see one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Check out the website, like I was saying. Uh, NJ1015.com. Uh, how about what else, what else we got here? Oh, polar bear plunge. They got polar bear plunge. This is, we're coming up to polar bear plunge season. Have polar you guys bear, ever I, done anything like that? Well, I went swimming once in a pool that didn't have a heater. Right. So I pretty much feel like it I was August that I decided, right? But there was no heater, so. I, I pretty much polar bear plunged. Okay, okay. Is it even cold enough to do a polar bear plunge right now? This is the perfect well, you time know to what? do it. It's kind of losing a little bit of its luster when you think about it. Like it's 60, 60 degrees <laughs> outside. All right, I'm going to do it now. I'll do the polar bear plunge. <laughs> you ever been to a polar bear plunge? I, I went to one last year. Yeah. I'm telling you, the people get loaded before they go in. Because I was course. like, hey, how do they do it? And they're like, they're all in the bar. And I, they're all packed in there like sardines. And they all come out. And it's steam's pretty much coming out of the place because you're trying <laughs> to keep it as hot as possible. Oh, and then they're man. like, three, two, one, go in. You see like four or five people fall immediately. They're like, <laughs> oh, man. People go in in onesies. And I'm like, why? Because you, now you're really like dragging on the cold water. So I'll jump in the water in January at my uncle John's house in Orlando. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're gonna yeah. do. It'd be a great place. It's to gonna be about. like that is right now, though. You know, when you think about it, you know, just when it's fifty-five, sixty degrees up here, it doesn't even matter. The water's still cold. Oh, how about this Carpenters Tribute Show coming to New Jersey? Uh, Carpenters were great. Yeah. It's actually not the band. It's just a guy on stage with a saw and a it's screwdriver. Bob Dylan. <laughs> That's what I was thinking at first. I was sitting here. What, a Home Depot you know, demonstration? The carpet is coming? The carpet, yeah. no, no, the carpet. The carpet is coming. Like, Jesus, what kind of guy is that? Who's your favorite tribute band? I, I'm going to go with Justin. He's yeah. not here tonight. It's amazing. Justin, the Queen. Third Queen and the Third, the Killer Queen Experience. No, no, 33 and a third live, the, the killer, killer Queen experience. They're amazing, because I mean, they have... Like 11 pieces. Yeah, and yeah. They, it sounds just like the album. It's He's amazing. amazing. Yeah, he it. is truly amazing. I did see, um, I forget who it was, but it, they did Van Halen. They were on the Monsters of Rock cruise, Yeah, and they were so good. The guy who was David Lee Roth looked like David Lee Roth, but... You know, you know, young David Lee Roth, not David Lee Roth. No, not, this, not this David Lee Roth. <laughs> you know, I, I always said that, like, if I were in a classic rock band, they want to do their own tribute bands. Like, imagine, a like... tribute uh, to the tribute. No, like, because they recruit their own. Uh, that's something I see Kiss doing. Something I can see, like, the dead doing. Where, like, let's say, I can see, I can see Kiss doing it. Where they go out and they go find four guys and they train them. Where everything they know, they teach him how to be kiss and put the makeup on. They and all will that. I have absolutely a story for be you. doing that. There's no doubt. They right? said they almost basically said that's what they're going to be doing. Foreigner, I've had this right idea for years. A tribute band. Well, no, but I mean, like, but think, like, far, we had the foreigner tribute band, Double Vision, in here. They're fantastic. But the idea that if the band themselves, say Paul McCartney, Paul McCartney decides I'm 80 years old. I'm not doing this anymore. So he goes out. And he gets four kids in their 20s, and he teaches them everything about the Beatles, and he teaches them how to do it. And then he sends them out on the road. He makes all the money. It's his music. And every now and then he shows up and plays uh, She Loves You with the Encore, and that, he gets press. 
Steve, that's exactly what Farner is doing right now. There's one original member. It's Mick Jones. Sometimes he's there. Sometimes he's not. But there is not one guy who was there from the But they don't advertise started. themselves as a tribute band. They advertise themselves as Farner. They might as well be a tribute band, right? What I'm saying is they advertise themselves as the tribute band. Did you they didn't no bones about it. This is the tribute band, but they're produced by the real band. Did you see Larry the Cable Guy's Christmas special? No. They had a Tony Orlando contest. Get out! <laughs> and, and the real Tony Orlando was there. He's like, Tony, what are you doing here? He goes, I make more money as a tribute. Oh, God! <laughs> the very first time I ever did comedy, I opened for Gabe Kaplan. At a comedy cabaret in Doylestown. And um, Gabe tells the story that he, because uh, the whole show is, remember the end of Welcome Back, Harvey would tell the joke? Yes. Yeah, you know, my cousin, that was wife, you know, I have to tell you about my cousin, Charlie, right? So that was the whole show. And at one point he says he's in Atlantic City, and he goes, uh, he sees this Legends Act. And he decides he wants to make a few bucks. He knocks on a guy's door and he says, listen, if you ever need a Gabe Kaplan, you know, I'd be happy to fill in for the guy. He goes, you can't be Gabe Kaplan. You're too old to be Gabe Kaplan. And he goes, no, no, I can really do it. I can really do this. Next thing you know, the real Gabe Kaplan, you know, he's out there with my girlfriend. <laughs> he's running around, right? So he goes, I decided to get even. I knocked on a guy's door. He opened it up. I said, you see this? This is your future. <laughs> All right, boys, on that note, we will do this again next week. All Jersey. This has been the Steve Travelly Show On Demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or NJ1015.com. New Jersey 101.